around the world ladies and gentlemen uh, let's get ready to rumble cause it's a war on the real baby look outside uh, a war on the real baby look out cause it's a war on the real baby look outside uh, a war on the real baby look out cause it's a war on the real baby look outside uh, a war on the real baby look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the 
That's right. Look out. It's a war on the real. Yes, we're back. As requested um, by many people, we had a show the other night that we kind of morphed into talking about bodybuilding. I am not a bodybuilder anymore. I will get into getting in shape uh, when my project is finished out here, but I still have a lot of memories, a lot of thoughts, and this is my version of it. Um, I'm waiting for a few people to come in because we're going to have a question and answer period. It wasn't so much me preaching and talking. It's not just about exercise and, you know, getting fed and giving instruction. I wanted to get deep into the mentality. I wanted to go places where many people don't even realize or have, a, have they're clueless on it. How this is not to put bodybuilding down, um, but I have to be real about it. It's a sick sport. And I've been there and I want to talk about it, not just my experiences, but experiences through other people who I've known without mentioning names. And I just wanted to flow that way. Sharina Lofton, you are first. <laughs> I'm glad to see you here. Let me show you to the world. Yes, yes, yes. And we're striving for good health and balance and all of those good things. And um, Sister Oyala, Cadence, good afternoon to you. <laughs> it's it's the evening for me, it's 10.05, but you know, it doesn't matter. We're living a timeless existence. We're on a spiritual plane beyond the earthly things. So no matter where we are in the world, we are connected. That's right. We're connected. That's right. Oh, I saw the typo, and I know exactly what you meant, Sharina. Uh, mixed genre faves had some questions for me to start me off. It was basically going to be a question and answer, period. And I, I wanted her to go deep. I just didn't want to start out, you know, and just come off a certain way. And, you know, just I wanted her to guide me. I wanted everybody else to guide me. We were, we were really in a flow, too, when that show was going on. It was like really, um, it was really late. It was like a six hour and 32 minute show. So that was good. <laughs> but I got a little fatigue going on. So I was like, OK, let me um, let me let's do this again another time. And we had scheduled for the next day, I think. And. I couldn't do it. Some things popped up time-wise and I couldn't do it. So I'm going to kind of add a little bit until she gets in. Yes, yes, yes. Simply Deep, 1985. D. Griffin, love and light to you too, always. I was up on the property today and um, we had a few things to do. And um, I didn't get any footage. I forgot that I had the cameras with me. That's so bad. It was such beautiful weather up there. But I probably will go back up there again tomorrow and... um just pick up some some good views and some good talking up there as things come along slowly but surely, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm waiting for um Master Glam. How are you? Ha <laughs> ha. Yes, I see all those hearts popping in. You know, I was waiting for Mick Shamrafaze to come and bring me that long list that she wanted. You know, I'm but I'm good though. Assembly deep. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm sweating like a hog. That's why you don't see my face. <laughs> It's just hot out here. And there's a mosquito in here, you know, looking at me in uh, lust. He wants to bite me, <laughs> right? So I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I have stuff on me, you know, that it's not going to do that. And whatnot. So we're going to make sure that um, that doesn't happen. But it is so hot out here. It is so hot. I wish I had a fan. <laughs> no, the fan's on above me, but it's not doing anything. And the AC would literally probably make me sick as, as wet as I am. But um, I'm going to go ahead and start. 
And I'm going to read something out. Let me read it. And I'm not seeing the chat room right now. So if Mick John Faves comes in or anybody else don't think I'm ignoring them. Um, I'm going to start like this to set to set the um, the mood here. Living the bodybuilding lifestyle and training mind, body and soul can have various pros and cons. Here are some points to consider. Pros of living the bodybuilding lifestyle. Improved physical health. Bodybuilding involves regular exercise, which can lead to improved cardiovascular health, increased strength, enhanced flexibility, and better overall physical fitness. Two, strength and muscle development. Bodybuilding focuses on building and sculpting muscles, which can result in increased strength, improved posture, and more toned physique. Three, discipline and dedication. Bodybuilding requires commitment discipline, and a strong work ethic. This lifestyle can help develop discipline and dedication that can be applied to other areas of life. Four, enhanced self-confidence. Achieving personal fitness goals and improving physical appearance can boost self-esteem and self-confidence, leading to a positive body image and improved mental well-being. Number five, stress relief. Engaging in regular physical exercise, including bodybuilding, can help reduce stress levels by reducing endorphins, the feel-good hormones. It serves as a productive outlet for managing daily life stressors. Cons of living the bodybuilding lifestyle. Time commitment. Bodybuilding requires a significant time commitment. Regular training sessions, meal planning, and the need for adequate rest can consume a considerable portion of your daily schedule. Strict dietary requirements, which was number two. Bodybuilding often involves adhering to strict and structured diet. This can be challenging for some individuals who find it difficult to restrict certain foods or maintain the necessary caloric intake. Risk of injury. Intense training and lifting heavy weights can increase the risk of injuries such as muscle strains, joint problems, and overuse injuries. It is important to follow proper technique, use proper equipment, and listen to your body to minimize the risk of injury. Financial costs. Engaging in bodybuilding may incur additional expenses such as gym membership fees, purchasing quality food and supplements, fitness attire, and equipment. Five, social limitations. Following a bodybuilding lifestyle can sometimes lead to social limitations. Strict dietary requirements and the need for regular training sessions may affect social gatherings and activities that revolve around food and alcohol. Training mind, body, and soul. Pros. Number one, holistic well-being. Training the mind, body, and soul aims to promote holistic well-being, by addressing various aspects of life. It emphasizes balance and harmony among the physical, mental, and spiritual dimensions. Two, mental clarity and focus. Practices like meditation, mindfulness, and other mind training techniques can improve mental clarity, concentration, and focus, allowing for increased productivity and effectiveness in daily life. Number three, stress reduction. Training the mind, body, and soul can help reduce stress levels and promote relaxation. Techniques like deep breathing, yoga, and meditation can calm the mind and enhance emotional well-being. Number four, self-discovery and growth. 
This approach encourages self-reflection, self-awareness, and personal growth. It can lead to a deeper understanding of oneself, one values, and purpose in life. Five, enhanced resilience. Mind-body-soul training can build resilience and coping mechanisms, enabling individuals to better navigate challenges and setbacks in life. That one there, even though I don't train anymore, and these intangibles I still have with me. You see, when you have that mind, body, and soul training, I'm going to read it again, can build resilience and coping mechanisms, enabling individuals to better navigate challenges and setbacks in life. You see, me personally, and there's more to read, when I focus, all hell could be going on around me. Like when I focus on my artwork, I focus on doing something on my website, I focus on thinking about what it is that I have to create. Everything could be chaos around me. There could be 10 people around me trying to agitate me. I just go deeper into myself. That has nothing to do with bodybuilding, but bodybuilding is a good start because once you go there, you learn how to meditate because that's a form of meditation. Now, here are the cons of training mind, body, and soul. Not so good stuff. Well, it may not be so bad. Number one, time and commitment. Engaging in mind, body, and soul practices often require regular commitment and time investment. It can be challenging to maintain consistency while juggling other responsibilities and commitments. Two, initial learning curve. Some mind training techniques, such as meditation, may require practice and guidance to master effectively. It may take time to develop proficiency in these practices. Number three, individual variations. Different practices may work differently for different individuals. Finding the right combination of techniques and practices that resonate with you may require experimentation and exploration. Number four, lack of immediate results. The benefits of mind, body, soul training may take time to manifest. It requires patience and persistence to experience the desired outcomes. And this is what happens to a lot of people in life. When they lack immediate results, they give up or they don't do it anymore. You see, anything you do, you got to stick with it if you want to be successful with it. Just wanted to stick that one in there. Number five, potential conflict with priorities. Balancing mind, body and soul training with other commitments such as work, family and social engagements may present challenges and require effective time management skills. It's important to note that the pros and cons can vary for each individual and what might be a disadvantage for one person could be an advantage for another. It's crucial to assess your own goals, values, personal circumstances when considering whether the bodybuilding lifestyle or training mind, body, and soul aligns with your aspirations and overall well-being. Yes, I think that lays the groundwork. <laughs> I think it does. All right, let's see who came in. Yes, we already acknowledged everybody else who came in. So Indigo King, yes, I see you. Kersey, I see you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was waiting for um Mixon uh, face because she had some questions for me. So I'm going to take questions from the audience because this is supposed to be a question and answer situation. So write your questions, go deep, not just about how do I do this or how do I do that, but from my own experiences, I'm going to tell you some really Weigh out things that most people, unless they live that lifestyle, are not going to experience. But you can still ask me the preliminary stuff, right? So I will tell you how I started, right? 
I was 13 years old and I was in the basement of um, my parents' house, of course, at 13. <laughs> and I had a friend named Craig Bastion who lived across the street. He's the guy, when I first moved to the neighborhood, he punched me in the nose and gave me a bloody nose and I ran home crying and my father made me go back and beat him up. So um, I didn't want to deal with my father. So I had to, um, you know, oblige him. <laughs> So we became the best of friends and we were both 13 years old. Um, I don't know where he is right now, but I know certain things about him. And he took the drug route as far as life and it really messed him up and it hurt me. So I'm going to be very transparent with this. And um, it's something that everybody knows about in the neighborhood and growing up and everything. And it's unfortunate because uh, he was a good kid. But one puff of angel dust will mess your mind up. See, we didn't grow up in a bad neighborhood. We grew up in a really good neighborhood, but there was still things that happen, you know, oh, yes, compassion and loyalty. I missed you. I see you right there, right? So if I miss anybody, <laughs> you know, just tap me on the shoulder. But things happen from the across the other side of the tracks. It was still looming over our neighborhoods, but overall, at the time in the 70s, was a really good, clean neighborhood, right? So we were in the basement, my parents' house. My father had a barbell there. I forgot how much weight it was. But Craig picked it up and said, listen, I bet you I can curl more than you. And me being competitive, even at that age, I was like, well, go ahead and try. You go first. He did a certain number and I beat the number. And then he came back with another number that beat mine. And he really went high. Um, then I went and, and, and did some more. And after that, we, our arms were beat up. And I liked the way it felt the next day. It felt like I had these big muscles because it was sore, you know, um, and that's what started me to play around and say, okay, not right away, but I, I read some magazines. I saw some things and my father showed me some things and I started then at 13 years old. So, you know, eventually 14, 15, I'm keeping it up. I run into some buddies in the neighborhood, you know, my friend, Kevin, you know, uh, uh, Jack Griffin, <laughs> I almost slipped out with the name, right? Joey Jr., different ones. And I got into it more. They were more advanced than me, but I, I was I was just so sold out on it. You know, it was just something that, about it that I couldn't stop. And I was I was the little guy, meaning like I was the youngest guy. And um, I had to push. They were older than me, stronger than me. They made a little fun of me because I was like the youngest in the group and I didn't, I wasn't as developed, but I knew I had to take that. I knew if I could take that, it wasn't only, and, and it didn't mean anything by it, but it built my character. I was like, if I can hang with these guys, you know, I didn't know much about anything, but I'm learning being around them. That was the, that was the main thing for me to learn while being around them. And, and it really made a big difference for me. But um, as we got older, my friend Junior worked with a guy who had, was a promoter for a bodybuilding contest, the Night of the Champions, the biggest one in New York City really like the biggest one outside of the Mr. Olympia and not to put his business out there, but they worked together. But the job that uh, Wayne had was one that he didn't always have to show up for, put it that way. <laughs> so when he would fly these guys out from California and different parts of the world, my friend junior, who, you know, he was bodybuilding. He had the gym in his basement three blocks over and, and we trained there. He would go to pick them up. And so he would swing them by 
the basement right there because Kennedy Airport wasn't too far and he had permission to say, hey, you know, I got a bunch of young guys training. I'd like to bring, you know, Robbie Robinson over, Joe Nazario over, um, the Czechoslovakian bodybuilding team over, different ones. And we met them right there in the neighborhood. And for me, at 15 years old, it blew my mind because I'm seeing the world's best, not just a neighborhood dude who had big arms, but the world's best. So the bar was raised for all of us because we saw these well-developed guys. So now when it came time for the competition, we were there also. And we're seeing and meeting everybody because they had a big meet and greet with all of them. And I played one of the interviews where Bill Grant, you know, we did a long interview with Bill Grant. He was one of my idols when I was 15 years old. I met him. I met Robbie Robinson. I did an interview here on the show with Robbie Robinson. And Robbie Robinson had called in on the show of Bill Grant. So, you know, when I was, it was like when I was 51, I'm 60 now. It was like nine years ago. So I was funny because I said, hey, listen, I met you guys when I was 15. Now I'm 51 and I'm interviewing you and we're name dropping like we're the best of friends. It was just awesome for me. It was just, just out of this world. So make a long story short. Yes, there she is. Oh, oh let me check the email because you know what happened? Um, I knocked off the Proton Mail app off of my phone. I can get to it on my computer. I don't know how that, I must have rolled over on it and hit it. Let me ask you all, you ever, you, you ever find yourself on your phone somewhere that's hard to get, but because you hit it the wrong way or because you touch something the wrong way in your sleep, you know, you fall asleep with the phone in your bed and you go like somewhere where like you're on your bank account and it's like, you're ready to shift money. It's like, how did I get here without trying? And when you try, sometimes it's even harder. So here, let me um open it up. Okay. Yes. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. So I'm sorry for, um, you know, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me see. Oh yes. You gave me a lot of good ones. And just remember, um, I'm going to answer them in the order that you gave me. And yes. Wow. Okay. And, and yeah, I understand your Wi-Fi might disconnect, so it would be difficult for you to stay on. You might disconnect from that, but I'll answer all your questions. Okay. Wow. This is a lot. Yeah. And so if I happen to miss anyone who I'm going to go down this list first, and it's a good amount of questions, right? I'll let you know when I'm done. And that way, anybody in the audience, um, I'll answer anything, anything. But basically, I want to go deep. Okay. Jack Griffin in the house. And if it wasn't for Jack Griffin in January of 1980, when I had that jacked up physique going into my first competition, but you know, you gave me good, good, good reviews. You know, you didn't want to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Kev was the one that, oh God, you got a whole lot of work to do. You sure you want to go in there? I was like, oh man, I had to throw myself in there. <laughs> Uh, I told I told Kev about it. I wish he um wish he would come in. You know what? Let me just ring his phone and just because he has a way maybe a lurking for a little while. I'm just gonna ring his phone and because you know Jack Griffin. We were talking about you the time when we all were moving the furniture, and I never knew that I was like because he always was like, man, Lance is strong. I never looked at myself strong. I never looked at myself to here. I'm strong. I can do this. I knew if I put my mind to doing something, I can do it. You know, let me, let me get him. Let me, let me just leave a voicemail for him. Yo, Kev, Jack Griffin is on the show. You need to come on in there so we can chop it up and have some more fun. You could drop some memories in there too. I'm going to answer these questions 
All right. So come on in. Just go to Landscape. You know how to get there. Okay. If he's not here already lurking. If you're here, show your face. <laughs> All right. We're going to start. Let me see. But Jack Griffin was there before I was even doing it. So my hat's off to you, brother. You've been there through so many different parts of life. Okay. Is bodybuilding safe after 50 years old? Yes, it is. It's very safe. But you have to know and be guided in your training because when you start after 50 years old, you're basically starting with an untrained body, right? You've never trained before. This is for those who've never trained before and they're starting after 50. Now I want to add something else in. If you've trained before and many years went by and you're starting after 50 is just as dangerous because now you think you can just jump in there and do what you used to do, but you can't. So the person who's starting 50 years on an untrained body doesn't know what to do. You better have a good trainer or some guidance and, and take your time because injuries can happen. And, and I would say you go to most gyms and I would say on a low ball figure, 85% of the people there are training wrong. When I go into a gym, and I'm not speaking like I'm some developed person now because I walked away from bodybuilding in 1985. Walked away from it. I, I, I was sick of it politically, morally. <laughs> me, me to talk about morals, right? I was a wild guy back then, but the stuff that they were doing, the homosexuality and having to do stuff with judges and if they didn't like you from a certain gym or whatever, it, I was like, no, nah, this is not for me. And I saw a lot of guys who were just bums, didn't want to work, want to mooch off of women, sold drugs, street drugs to get their drug. We'll get on with that. But yeah, it is safe after 50 years old, but you have to have a basic understanding of how the body works, not just waiting for somebody to say, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that especially after 50 years old, because you want to become a student of the game and you want to make a better connection with your body. Because anybody can just tell you what to do and you do it. But if you don't, if you don't internalize it and become a student of your own body and listen to the feedback of your body and really have somebody train you that can help you to know yourself. You see, these guys who train people, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that, and you don't know how you got there, that's no good. They got to teach you the movements, but they also have to teach you how to read your body because, see, we're not cars. We don't come with dashboards. We don't come with gauges to tell us if we're about to overheat or if the alternator is about to go out or our gas tank is low. You see what I mean? So we have to be able to read our body. Now, me, I'm so far out of it. I've been out of it for how long? I mean, what now? This is two, 2023, 1985. Well, that's what, 37 years? Is it 37? Yeah, 37 years. But you can't tell my mind that. In my mind, I'm like, I'm ready to roll. I know the movements, and that's the good advantage for me because I know the movements. I know my body. I know the signs. I just haven't done it. And there's a reason why for that. And now you ask the next question is, what is one major dark side? of bodybuilding. One major? Shoot, I'll give you a hundred <laughs> if you fall in the pits. Now that's a that's 
That's a show onto itself, all right? But I'll throw a few things at you. The dark side is that you'll be all screwed up about your body when you stop. Me, personally, I'm all screwed up about my body. I think I look like I'm 500 pounds. I think my arms are skinny. My gut is fat. Because when you look like that for a good time in your life and you achieve that and you don't have it anymore, it, it blows your mind. You just feel, you know, that body image thing, you get hangups. Another, another dark side of bodybuilding, guys who use drugs get to where they're getting with the drug usage and they either die or their endocrine system is screwed up. The testosterone is low. The estrogen is high. Their body gets soft and they have to continue taking artificial synthetic testosterone to function as a man. And yes, I do mean that way too. Okay. Now it's funny. We're doing a show on bodybuilding and another major bodybuilder from back in the day that I, I can't say I know him, but I had lots of conversation in passing. I've spotted him while he worked out. Yeah, you got give me a spot. You know what I mean? And the only thing we've said with each other that I remember, there was a woman in the gym, and this was in a gym called Madison Avenue Muscle. And it was on, was it 20th Street or something like that? It's not around anymore. It was underground. You went to the spot and you walked down the steps, and it was a swanky kind of place. It was a upper class kind of bodybuilding situation. It was really nice. Though. And um, when I worked at Bijan, uh, the designer on Fifth Avenue, I would go to that gym, work out, and then go right into work. I used to get up early because the gym was up open early. I'd take the train from in Queens, the bus, the train. Man, it could be blizzard. I was out there, had my food packed. I might have gotten up sometime 2, 2.30 in the morning to get out there on time to get the workout to go. My, I was... I was, you know, a Spartan with that thing. Um, yeah, so when me and him talked, he, he died, I think it was today or yesterday. We were looking at this woman who was really developed, like a little too big. I said, hey, man, what, you think she's on something? And he looked at me and he said, she's got to be doing something to get herself that big. <laughs> that's, that's all, you know, and he has his stories. You'll see the stories out there. Mike Quinn, um, crazy guy, but he was cool with me. Anyway, um, the dark side you can you can get into a dark side in any facet of bodybuilding. You can take lots of vitamins thinking that it's doing you good, but you're, you, it's toxic. Like I said, the fat-soluble vitamins are toxic. Vitamin A and D and others that are fat-soluble, they get stored in the fat. When you take too much, it can be toxic, right? The water-soluble vitamins, you just notice that, you know, it's getting, you get, you're getting rid of it because now the color of your urine changed like vitamin B, vitamin C, but too much of that rushing stuff, thinking that if more is better, and that's the whole drug thing too. Um, but there's so many dark sides, the emotional, because a lot of people have a healthy sense of insecurity, which drives them to the gym. But there are many people who, who are in need of professional help, I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just saying that they're, they're imbalanced already and then they go into bodybuilding and that becomes a thing they get into and now they have this super confidence that shot up because their bodies change and they're still imbalanced while looking good. So we have the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and the physical. 
And, and the things I want to focus on too, more so the emotional, more so the mental over the physical. The physical is the easy part. Okay. Do bodybuilders suffer from fatigue due to having big muscles? I would say normally, not, not really, but if you are a boxer and you work like a bodybuilder and you do boxing also, but you're a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. The big muscles don't help in the sport of boxing. And I guess any other sport where you need that endurance because you can't train for two or three different things and expect to be, excel in the one thing. You see what I mean? Bodybuilding and resistance training helps everything up to a certain degree, right? Now, if you're a wrestler, <laughs> right, you know, power training will help. Bodybuilding training up to, I'm not saying powerlifting, but, you know, you're not going for the repetitions. You're not worried about being cut up and, and reducing the calories in your diet. So, you know, that would help, right? Because now if you're wrestling, it's not a visual sport. See, bodybuilding is a visual, visually subjective sport. There's no uh, a measure like when you're running a race. Okay, you got to the finish line faster. You knocked the boxer out. You knocked the other guy out. Boom, you, you won. It's a strange thing to judge, and we'll get into that. Okay, here's another one. What are some pitfalls in bodybuilding? Pitfalls, a lot of guys really believe when you start training and you see that quick development that you're gifted early on because before you were in an untrained state. So this is something new to your body. So you notice the change really fast, but then it doesn't happen as fast, but you keep pushing. And so we have those who are not as genet genetically gifted go into bodybuilding and, and, and they may do good on a lower level show, a local show and do good. Maybe they might win it, but they don't have the genetics to go to the citywide level, the statewide level, the, the regional level, the, the national level, international level, and totally. So they might get delusional in their head, right? Oh, okay. Okay. He can't, he was blocked. Nah, he was not blocked. No, 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 no. Let me see. No way. Let me see. I would never do that to him. But it happens like, okay, yeah. Um, let me look in here for a second here. Let me look in here. It's a place that I know exactly to go to, but, and I'll continue on with everything. Because I was really looking at the questions. I just jumped in. Maybe you put that message up earlier and I'm just seeing it. And like I said, this is just a free flow and I'll, I'll answer everything and I'll go deeper. If I get to the end of the questions and realize I didn't get deeper. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go deep. Okay. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. There are a lot of trolls who got blocked. So there's hundreds of block. Uh, you know, he's not a troll though, but it's not like you get right to the, end of the list if you're just blocked. So I'm going to scroll up a little bit and see if his name is in there. Yeah, but there's no way he could be blocked like that. But I'm not going to... Okay, let me see. Boy, this thing is rolling up. I got to have some sharp eyes. <laughs> I don't see him so far on this list. And it's not in alph alphabetical order. That's That's... There's one big gumbo. 
Yeah, because down to the years, I've had some tr- trolls and all kind. Let's see. Okay, we're coming up to the top soon. Mm-mm. Don't see it. Nah, don't see it. No, I don't see it. It's strange. We got to look into that, but we're going to continue on. And man, yeah, yeah. You got to go deep in, in the channel. And then, you know, I'll, I'll teach you how to do that. But um, let me see, let me continue on where we were. And if for some reason you hear me cut out, that means there was a power outage and I will be back on through the phone. I just have to say that. Hope I'm not jinxing myself. <laughs> and you're asking about the pitfalls. Um, we can sometimes depend more on the gym life as a way to avoid our actual life. And we'll pour more time into that. You break up with somebody. And it's mostly your fault, but you don't want to face that. So you get more into the gym. See? There's things that you should do with your family. Maybe you have a loved one transition and you can't really face it. I mean, who wants to face that? But you don't have a spiritual grounding, but then you get more into the gym. See, the gym from the outside in bodybuilding look very healthy. But I'll say everything that looks good doesn't mean it's good. It's very imbalanced. It does require extra attention, which is fine. But it's very imbalanced and it, it could be so many pitfalls. I'm not saying it in a broad way to avoid any specifics, but you think about it. What people go through in just regular life. And you're doing this thing called bodybuilding and those things knock on your door where you have to face them. And then we get more into that. We get more into the body, but we neglect the spirit. We neglect the cerebral, just like the fat kid who's doing good in college. And he's also a nerd and a hacker. And he's got this great brain, but he's 400 pounds, 450 pounds living off donuts and soda. And he doesn't care to do anything physical. He doesn't care to address the spiritual. And he's living in his mama's house, not with any plans of any career. He's just going to be a perpetual student. See? And so no social life, no girlfriend, no, you know, aspirations for a balanced life. It's the same thing with bodybuilding. You have a lot of guys that that's all they can do is talk about bodybuilding. That's all they can do. And in their mind, that's supposed to be the most impressive thing. But that goes with any genre <laughs> Mix genre faves. <laughs> that goes with any genre, any category of living. You can get so much into one thing and neglect the others. It's not, it may not be perfectly balanced. You may have a propensity and a talent in one thing, which is going to take up more of your time. It doesn't mean that if you're that nerd who's so smart that you have to be an Olympic athlete at the same time to match the fact that you're this smart nerd. But you do have to acknowledge the spiritual, you know, and your emotional life. So bodybuilding is, we, like you said, what are some of the pitfalls? It may cause you, depending on who you are, to begin to live an imbalanced life, to get back at something else. 
It may be to get back at some inadequacy that you may feel you have that nobody notices, but you train more, you diet harder, you get this perfect body, but then you have these flaws in your personality that could have been worked on. Bodybuilding requires a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of cerebral. And unfortunately, the guys who really work hard at it learn a lot, lots of times. They may get overlooked by the guy who popped so much drugs and blew up and looks this way and that way. The real guy might be on a diet for two or three months, not restricting calories like greatly, but, you know, He's eating the right foods and doing the right things. And you have another guy two weeks before the competition take some type of thyroid, thyroxine, or they have different steroids that kind of lean toward that. And you combine them with different things and they chubby and boom, rips all the fat off them. It's like, wait a second. This guy was fat a month ago. <laughs> so those are pitfalls, but imbalanced living. That's one of the main things I see that it will cause because it is a rush. It is a rush that when you walk down the street, traffic stops, you know, it is. a, And, and not so much today in America, because there are gyms and there are drugs all over the place. Now, I'm not knocking it because I'm not in it no more. I'm a bitter old man. No, 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 no. I love it. I follow it every day. I understand there's lots of drugs in it. I look past that. Um, but back in the day, it was really uh, something to, um, to, to, to get that attention. And at first it's like a rush and after a while it could be annoying. <laughs> but anyway, let me um, answer the next one. Let me just check the chat room, just bouncing there. Let me see. Yeah, that's crazy. He's blocked. I can't believe that. I mean, he's telling me so, you know. Ah, introverted empath, welcome. <laughs> she says, I'm browsing online about weight training. And then I see this video, Divine Time, and sure is. And it's not about the, the like, do this and do this many reps. So we're just going to talk about a lot of different things. And the questions were submitted by Mixed Genre Faves. And toward the end of this, whenever the end comes, there's a whole lot of questions. Um, we'll take some other questions and stuff. Okay. How many pounds can a professional bodybuilder lift? Can a professional bodybuilder lift a car? Not the whole car, but part of it, like the side of a car. It's been seen. It's been known where some bodybuilders have done that. And probably the most famous scene was back from, I think it was Pumping Iron back in the day where Franco Colombo, he, he was deceased within the last year or two. He put a towel in his hand and lifted up a small car in Italy. Just not lifted up, but just lifted up enough to pull it over. You know, I mean, you get 10 regular guys who are untrained. They can do that. But um, it's, it, it depends on the car. It depends on the bodybuilder. But here's the thing why many people would ask this kind of question is because it's like, okay, you see all these muscles, but it doesn't mean the bodybuilder is strong. You see the power lifter who looks chubby, you know, and he can lift so much more because it's too, and that was just for laughs, right? Like she's put in there. I didn't even see that part. I look right past that part. But on that note, before I move on to the next one, bodybuilding is judged by the visual, how you look. There's no strength requirement in bodybuilding. I've known some very, very, very strong bodybuilders, and I've known some very good-looking, no homo, but good-looking bodybuilders who had fabulous shapes, 
wide shoulders, narrow waist, the sweeps on the quadriceps, good calves. From the side, they were thick, everything, and couldn't really lift on the lifts to go and work out. Couldn't do as much. Because, see, the measurement in powerlifting is that you lifted X amount of weight on different lifts. With bodybuilding, the judges don't care what you lift. You have guys who pump, 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 lightweight, just keep pumping reps, keep pumping reps. And you have guys in there that get in there and gritted out with heavier weights. The main thing, and I know I'll have a question on that later on, is that you must use perfect form. If you use perfect form, you can't lift too heavy. You will never injure yourself when you lift with perfect form. Next question. What are some good gigs for bodybuilders outside of the gym? Um, you mean to capitalize on the fact that they do bodybuilding? Well, it's always training. If they have the ability to communicate what they know with a client, but if they're a basic drug bodybuilder who depends on the drugs more so than the education, which even some, you have some very educated guys who take drugs. You take the steroids and the different substances and they know their stuff. They can still train you. Some of them are good to train a natural bodybuilder, but you know, or somebody just getting into it, but you don't want to get into bodybuilding and get up with somebody who's going to tell you what drugs or they say gear. That's what they call it now. What gear to take. You don't want that, but good gigs, um, the modeling, the acting, the, um, a lot of guys I know, unfortunately, you know, it's not a, highly cerebral activity, but bounces galore. We know the clubs and, and the bouncers and people can train people online. You know, really, if people take pictures of themselves and really are open about how they feel and, and then you have somebody somewhere else train you, but if you really know your stuff, you can train people online. You're just not there to give them the exact movement and you're going to need somebody for that too. So you're kind of paying out double dose, but with a true intellectual who's proven to know how the human body works, along with food and rest and your schedule to tailor made, make certain things for you, certain signs that you would overlook. They can, you know, um, they could see it and it would, it would, it would make you go light years ahead in your development, but really, and truly there's not many gigs outside of the gym just to be a muscular guy, because there's a lot of muscular men out here. There's countless thousands of guys who, have different levels of development. And if you do depend on the modeling thing or whatever, there's so many people looking for different looks. You may not, you may have a fabulous body, but not have the look, you know, <laughs> it's funny. You know, next question. Do some bodybuilders use weed to lower their stress levels? Yes, they do. I knew a lot of bodybuilders who, who smoke weed, who smoke weed before training and after, or just before, or just after. I've known some guys that sniff cocaine before their workouts. They want a very strict diet. I'm not suggesting this. I've never done that. I've never done any kind of drug. But what I'm saying is that they'd be on a low calorie diet or a low carbohydrate diet, which I will not suggest to anybody. Please do not do that. And they had no energy. They go in the back, sniff Coke. I've seen this right in front of my very eyes. And they go out there and they tough it out and push it while they were on steroids. But the carbohydrate levels were low. Purposely, because back in the days, they felt that that was a way to drop weight fast, but you're burning up your own muscle. Carbohydrate is, is the preferred energy source of the body. See, but yeah, bodybuilders do, you know, just like anybody else, you know what I mean? Um, people who are into smoking, you know, they do that. 
And there's a lot of other ways to lower your stress levels. And the biggest way to be is your mentality, your mind. It's, it's, it's challenging to get yourself to that level. But once you get there, and like I said, I haven't been in the gym training since 1985. I, um, when I went to the Corrections Academy in 2001, you know, we were running. I trained for the four months because I went to the gym like a bodybuilder, 3.34 in the morning before we had to be on the line at 7 or 7.30 for the academy. And then we did running and, you know, different stuff. And we did the, um, you know, the book work and everything to learn the um, laws and different things and what we had to do. But I wanted to get it in before. In my mind, I'm a fanatic. I was like, okay, I have to live this regimented life five days a week. I'm going to get up early, hit a, hit a gym, a real gym, and then go and bring my food. So I put myself back in that mentality for four months. And it was phenomenal because there's a couple of guys in it because I walked in untrained. And they were like, yo, man, I think that guy's using something. No, it just came back to me what I, what I had and what I was doing. They didn't see. Them little couple of push-ups and kicks and all this stuff. I mean, we did have the training where, you know, you had to, put these on kick each other and like handcuffing and, you know, self-defense and stuff. That was fun. That was like a big game of tag for me, but I went and got it five days a week, sometimes six on those two days off. I had on Saturday and Sunday, but I was resting. I was eating, you know, crazy lean food, healthy stuff. And I changed really quick in four months. And I was like, kind of let it go. (laughs) Uh, let me see. Um, what, what is a good morning routine for a new bodybuilder? Well, back in the day, I, I always trained at night. But I will say, if I was to train now, and I did this toward the end of me competing and training, I preferred the mornings. I preferred the mornings. And I say it's better to have yourself first where your energy is it may not be what it is at 12 noon and one and two o'clock in the afternoon, but to me, the morning is better because if you get up early enough and have a good meal after a good night's sleep, there's nothing better because for the rest of the day, you can nibble on food. You don't even have to have meals. That's one of the secrets to keeping lean. You can have little meals and stuff like that, whichever way you, you know, you have a certain amount of food that you eat in the day. But like an intravenous drip, if you can just nibble, 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 not like nibble, 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 keep bite eating all day, but take a bite here, 15 minutes, another bite of this here, 30 minutes, another bite, you'll digest the food better and the stomach acids will eat it up faster than if you went and sat down and ate all day, then went to the gym with a full stomach you're tired after work. It's going to get dark. It's best to me to start out your day because you're at an advantage because your energy levels are going to be picking up, even though you beat down a little bit from training. You got it over with. You can eat and repeat the process. Just make sure to get in the bed on time. Now, which is a good morning routine. Well, I mean, it's going to encompass working the whole body, but it's, like I say, I believe in breaking it down more. They say, oh, a new bodybuilder shouldn't be going into the gym five and six days a week. I say that's best for them. 
because if you work intensely, like I said on the other show, I'm going to have to repeat those things because this is a whole other show. I'm going to say it quick. Just like a marathon runner who runs 26 miles. Look at his body. You want a body like that? But look at the sprinter who runs from here to there. Only but so much feet, but hard, intense. Look at their bodies. Muscular, explosive muscularity, lean, strong looking. The marathon runners look weak and drained out. So what does that tell you? If you have intense workouts, it doesn't mean if you're standing in the gym for six hours, which is impossible, right? You're not working hard being in that long talking, looking around, taking so much rest between sets. No, get in there for 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Know your routine, plan out your body parts, but you're not working your whole body. A routine off the top of my head, I could tell you, if you're going in six days a week for an hour, that's six hours during the week. You're not training yourself as when you go in for four days a week and three hours. So four times three is 12, but you're going four days. You're going less days. It's not the days, it's the intensity. And with that six hour a week workout that you do going in one hour a day, intense, you got more hours to recuperate before hitting the body parts again. This is what people don't understand. For my last competition, I look great. I look better than I did in those little two funky photos I'm always showing. I mean, I had a whole lot more, but you think you're going to look like that forever. The girls, oh, Lance, can I have, oh, my God, can I have this? Oh, take it, sweetheart. <laughs> in my mind, I'm, I'm going to look like this forever. Let me take a sip real quick, y'all. Say, for example, in the beginning, and people have, you know, there's different outlooks on this. I'm just going to say it this way to make a point. Okay, you go, you do six hours a week. How do you get, you can get a competitive bodybuilder's body or a banging body for the women on that amount of time. Of course, you have to start out where you are. So intensity levels mean different things for different people and even the same person, meaning that what's intense for you now, six months from now, you'll, you could breeze through that, right? So the routine, let's just make up a routine. This is what I would do and what I will do when I start training again. Because now I'm older, I'm not gonna be what I used to be, I'm settling down. The house is almost done. I'm going to take a room, get my weights and different things in there. And I probably won't even do but 30 minutes a day. I'll probably 30 minutes a day, six days a week is what? Right? Three hours a week. And I, I can get developed off that because I have the memory of the muscle and I know what to do. And you rest between that. When you do the six day a week, one hour a day and you rest, some people say three days on, one day off, three. I'm cool with that too, except those, those days are not going to be the same like Mondays for legs. It's going to move over some, right? Monday, legs only, biggest muscles in the body. Tuesday, you're pushing muscles, chest, shoulders, and triceps. Wednesday, you're pulling muscles, back and biceps. A lot of guys, I'm going to go deep real quick and throw something out there at you. If you don't line up your body parts right, which I believe in the push-pull method, you'll overtrain certain body parts. 
if some guys that go, and, and I know the guys that they, they swear, swear by this, well, I do chest and back in the same day. But when you do chest, you're pushing, you're using your triceps and your shoulders. If you, and, and also, you know, you're pulling when you do the back. Now, the next day you talk about, you're going to go train arms. Your arms are already beat up. They're not going to recuperate. Arms are small. We want big arms, but you got to give them rest. So beat them up on the same day you do, when you do the biceps, it's the same day that you did your back just before that. And your biceps are warmed up. I knew dudes who had did 25, 30 sets for arms and their arms were like toothpicks. I knew guys who did five sets for their arms. Their arms were explosive. Intensity. We can go more into that. Right. Is it guaranteed you'll be physically strong when you get into bodybuilding? Well, if you do it right, it's guaranteed that you'll be physically stronger. And then this is the first time I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the question, but I know how to answer it. It's guaranteed that you'll be physically strong, stronger because we can't go on the same trajectory as the next person. Right. Um, we all can get stronger. That depends on you. You do it in the gym, you work out properly, but it's up to you what you do outside of the gym. If you're a person who goes to the club three times a week and you call yourself bodybuilding, but you're beat down, it's not going to work. If you're a person who doesn't eat properly, I didn't say eat a whole lot. A lot of folks think, oh, I got to get strong, so I got to shove down food. No, mm -mm. it's not what you eat. It's what you digest. See, you can throw all the food down in the world, but if you don't combine them properly and don't digest it right, it's not going to do nothing for you. Hold on, let me sip more of this water. Oh, I'm going to have to get up and get some more soon. Right. <laughs> so you can get stronger. And I, and I guarantee it if you do it right. You got rest, you got nutrition, and you got training. And even then, you have to have a life. You have to have friends that you can laugh with. You have to have the emotional. You have to have a full life. Because many bodybuilders say, okay, if I can get strong doing it this way and focus in this way, I just don't want any friends. I don't want any girlfriend. I don't want this. I don't want that. I'm just, listen, I knew two powerlifters. God rest his soul, Gary Abrahamian. He had a bit part in the last dragon movie. He looked like a fat guy, but this guy, he was one of the, he was the world's strongest teenager at one time. The squat rack, the, the little uh, uh, lips that hold the, the bar on the squat rack, he squatted so much when he put it back, it popped off and it was welded. And he would tell me his vicious lifestyle. Like he got rid of his girlfriend. He told her one day, I can't deal with you. Um, to have sex with you would weaken me. Um, arguing with you, being with you, uh, uh, dealing with you, taking you out. Can't, I can't. I can't do this no more. No, why are you doing this to me? I can't. And he worked as a bouncer, right? Um, how did I get to this, right? He worked as a bouncer in a couple of clubs and they were paying him, this back in the 80s, like a hundred bucks a night and more if he broke up a fight or threw somebody out. So he was eating nothing but meat and steak and meat. And he's a power lifter. So this is what he thought he had to do. Plus, he was on a ton of steroids. And he hated bodybuilders, but he liked me. And, and, and he was a little older than me because 
when I was 19, he's like 22. But at one point before that, he was the world's strongest uh, teenager. Let me see if I can pull up his name. As much as he's done, let's see, Aprahamian. Let me see if it, that pulls up. It sure as hell does. 1962. And he did the acting, right? This pulls up. Um, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm like a computer. <laughs> this is off, off topic, but let me see if this is the right link if it pulls up. Okay. Yeah, that's Gary's. Uh, he didn't do much. But that's him right there. Open powerlifting. Oh, they got a record on him? LinkedIn. No, they can't. He's no, he, he doesn't have no LinkedIn wasn't around then. <laughs> World's strongest teenager. Okay, let's look at this. We will be taking some little, and the only movie he did was The Last Dragon. It was a it was a bit scene in there. Oh, here he is though. That's him right there. And um I'm, I'm a it shows him doing a squat. And look, all he did, it comes down to a little picture. That's probably not even getting that many hits. But that's my buddy right there. Now, as big as you see his head in that second one, <laughs> we used to just look at him and laugh. I know you motherfuckers are laughing at me because I'm a power lifter, but I can't stand bodybuilders. But I like Lance. He's my buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, they say Gary is so awesome looking. He's scary. He's got a big tattoo mother on his massive 26 inch right arm and his 29 inch neck makes him look like he's the baddest bad guy in a Bruce Lee movie. Um, he's a bounce in a rock club in New York. People were scared of him. I, I walked up to him. Um, just I talked to him regular, but he was a scary looking dude. The picture doesn't show it. And this is how he used to breathe. <sighs> 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 His, his insides collapsed. The drugs that he was taking, he never stopped. His heart went on him. His lungs collapsed. His kidneys exploded. He just, and I got the call from the gym owner. He called me. He's like, man, Gary, Gary died. I'm like, oh, man. Because he knew Gary liked me a lot, man. He was real cool, you know. So anyway, I, I went off on a tangent. Let me check the chat room again. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay, here we go. Let me go back to the questions here. I'll pick it up a little bit. Okay, do natural bodybuilders have a risk of cardiac arrest and heart disease? Only if you're not eating your vegetables and fruits and doing car uh, uh, cardiovascular work. Yeah, if, if you're on a meat, there was a guy, what's his name? Um, Mike Matarazzo, but he was on drugs. He did not eat vegetables. He did not eat fruits. He just ate meat. And I'm not saying his whole life, but it wasn't a surprise when he died of a heart attack. And if it's in your family, naturally, like genetically, like in your bloodline, even if you do like eat right, you could have a propensity for that just because of the genetics. So you still have to check yourself out. But as a natural body, what the chances are, like if you do things right and you eat balanced and you're not into the heavy meat thing, You'll be all right, especially riding your bike, doing a little jogging, do a little something on the treadmill. You'll be all right. You'll be right, unless it's a genetic thing. 
What are some energy drinks that bodybuilders drink as a form of supplement or energy boosters? Now that that's kind of confusing for me now because I'm not in it like that to know all these different brands. Um, but they have some really good brands out here that I know through constant advertising and seeing their name and hearing guys, you know, not just um, to back them up, but they really use it. Right. So for another show, I'll research that off the top. But there's a gazillion brands out there. Yeah, have to look at the label. They're all going to tell you they're good. And really, with whatever's called an energy booster, stay away from it. Because if it has caffeine and has different ingredients in it, there's nothing like, like this Red Bull foolishness. It's no good for you. It gives you a rush, but it's not proper energy. Proper energy comes from the sustained intake of good food with full of nutrients and getting your rest and recuperating from the gym. But an energy booster, and I'm not making fun of you who, you know, make genre, you know, but that's a good question because I can give an answer on that. This Red Bull stuff and things along those lines, they had, they had 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, this energy booster that was like people were dropping down with heart attacks. It would give you too much of a rush. It wasn't just caffeine. It was two other ingredients in it. And they were zooted when, it, when you take this thing. And I sipped one of them. I, from the sip, I was all messed up. I'm already hyped. <laughs> I didn't sleep that night. Last night, I couldn't get to sleep at all. <laughs> Does a body return to its original size if a body would have stops working out for an extended period of time? That depends on the person. That depends on the person and how they trained and how they got their gains as a bodybuilder. Because if you're using drugs and you stop bodybuilding and you stop using drugs, you're going to shrink up. I've seen guys who stop using drugs for the drug guys and stop bodybuilding, and they may have maintained a larger than average size or a slight bit of their development. Some people can maintain it. Some people drop down drastically. Some guys go back to what they were. I'll also say that it depends on how long you've been training and how intense you've been training. You've been training for a long time and that, that becomes what's normal for your body. Your body fights to stay normal to, for what's normal for it. If you've been training for 20 or 25 years from young, from a young teenager and you stop, you're going to always look better than the average person. See, and again, that depends on your genetics, who you are. You know, people ask me, uh, what, what do you do to, to, to get in shape? Like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a fat, soft, small, 60-year-old man. But in their mind, you know, they may see, oh, what did you used to do? Were you a football player? Were you a boxer or whatever? Because they know I'm not a spring chicken. But you'll still have that carriage about yourself. You know, but if you, I knew a dude who, uh, I was going to say his name. He's been long. I think he's dead now. But he walked into Steve Adele. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull up some. I'm dropping all the names tonight. He walked into a gym and told the owner, I don't want to train for years. I don't even think he'd have his name here. Um, I want to just go straight to the top. I'm going to take my potential. I want to use the drugs. I want to do this. I want to do that. Okay, good. I got a, I got a picture of him right here from Better Bodies. Remembering Steve Adele. Okay, yeah, he, he, did, he did pass away. I got a picture of him here. 
He was at Better Bodies Gym right there on, uh, was it 21st or 20th Street? And he got there so quick. And um, you got to pay for that. You're not just going to just do that and just, okay, here we go. I'm going to drop the link right here. Y'all can check this out. Oh, your monster, Red Bull. Son. Yeah, you're right. The, mon- the monster. Yeah, there's a guy, Steve Adele. And he looked good. You know, he, he, you know, no homo. He looked good. But it was basically, he just wanted to do, you know, what he wanted to do. And if you scroll down on that picture, Ben Rodriguez, another good buddy of mine, we were planning on having him come on to the show. He's the guy flexing his muscle. You know, we competed in the same show. He kicked my behind, of course, back in 1980. And, and I, I'm going to bring him. I would love to bring him on now. But he had problems getting on. I got to figure out the problems and stuff like that. Um, wow. And they're asking, what happened with this guy? Wow. He did have an amazing physique. Wow. He passed away. And they did a video on him. That's crazy. Anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked too much. Because these are like the guys from back in the day. Um, Let me see. Energy drinks. Original size. Do bodybuilders experience acne and other skin conditions due to the extreme change in their physique? I'll say no. And I'll say yeah. Yeah, because that's the result of the steroids. And lots of times, from what, I've, from what I understand from being around all these guys, the acne and the skin conditions come mostly from the oral steroids. The injectables, you don't have those problems as much. But the oral steroids, the Dianabol, the Anavar, things like that, pills you can pop that has to get synthesized through the liver, you're probably going to have those issues. I knew a lot of guys... 15, 16, 17 years old, stupid, taking drugs at that age to get developed. And they had bad acne. Oh, man. Because, you know, they ain't going to eat the strictest of diets also. They're going to hit the little Burger King, little McDonald's, a little pizza, whatever. And that's going to mess it up even more. You know, because naturally, teenagers get zits. So it's the same thing even to the grown man when you're taking the oral steroids. But I don't believe the injectables have that problem because it bypasses the liver. It gets right into the bloodstream, right? Okay, here it is. Um, in what ways can the body be able to monitor their blood pressure to avoid cardiovascular problems? Well, I mean, you have to do it, you know, just like everybody else over the arm. But if you know you have those issues, you really need to do some things to let it go down. When bodybuilders have those kind of issues and they're not taking drugs, they're just too daggone heavy, too heavy, right? Pull your weight down. A lot of guys, they'll say in the off season, which is out of the competition time, but most bodybuilders who are bodybuilders don't compete. The majority of bodybuilders do not compete. So a lot of them eat. They're not looking to keep their weight down or keep themselves lean. And genetically also, you know, it may be in the DNA, where this is in your bloodline. You may have a high-stress lifestyle, but check your blood pressure, but cut out the meat or keep it down low to lean meats, turkey, chicken, lean chicken breast, whatever, if you have to, and the fish, whatever, mostly vegetables and fruits, lots of water, lots of rest. You back out of your rest and you have those issues, the lack of rest can mess you up. Okay, here's the next one. How do you handle bloating as a bodybuilder? Reduce the salt in your diet. 
too much salt bloats you anyway, whether you're a bodybuilder or not. Uh, water under the skin appears just like fat. It smooths you out. You're bloated, you know? And the worst thing is to take pills. I got to take my water pill. There's certain herbs you can take that reduce uh, the bloating and the swelling. Um, but if you're retaining water in your natural, it's got to be too much salt. If you're retaining water and you're taking steroids, best believe it could be the salt and the steroids because when you're on the drugs, when you're on the gear, your body works like, like super hard. Like if a little bit of salt messes you up naturally, a little bit will blow you up even more. So you get the results in training. You can recuperate fast, but the, the, the pitfalls are going to hit you harder too, right? Next one is what are some, some conditions which disqualify a person from getting into bodybuilding? Um, if you have major pre-existing conditions like you got heart issues, like out the box, you just, your heart is weak or, or you, you have issues with your heart. That heavy training is not going to be something you can do. You know, if it's something that, you know, and I'm quite sure that people on the line who can handle certain health conditions and like, like with their heart that they're born with or certain things, something internal with their liver, their kidneys, you just ease into it because training is a stress. It's a stress your body can handle, but it's a stress nonetheless that if you're pretty much in good shape, you know, you're not blown out for whatever reason, but you can do it. But to have something that you're born with and it's major, it may not, you can do resistance training. I'm not a doctor because your doctor doesn't have to tell you whether you can or not, but you can, you know, we can exercise but are you going to be pushing for that last rep really hard? I don't think so. But you can still get stronger, right? Is it hard for uh, a bodybuilder to maintain their physique once they've attained it? No. It's easy. The momentum is there. You get it to 100 miles an hour in your car and you take the foot off the gas, you might go down to 90, but it's 99, 98, 97. You've got that momentum. It's easy. The toughest part is getting it. Once you get it, it's easy. You train hard. You maintain that routine. You maintain your eating. And you may not make the gains that you did when you were first starting, but you will maintain a great body, especially if you didn't have to depend on drugs to get it. You see what I mean? What will make a bodybuilder unhealthy? Well, there are unhealthy practices that go on in bodybuilding. And that's... Uh, Competition-based most of the time, the restriction of water a day or two before your competition. And I notice a lot of boxers these days are restricting themselves to weigh in below a certain weight limit and then within the next day or two, blow right back up again. It's not healthy, right? But dehydrating yourself, which as a natural bodybuilder, that's something I did for a day. And I realized that I didn't have to do that. And I've said this before on the show, especially for the ladies. You got a dress that you want to fit into for Saturday. You got a wedding to go to or something to go to where you're going to be in photos. A lot of your friends are going to be around, some kind of reunion. And you're bloated because of your monthly friend that comes around every now and then to mess things up like that. The worst thing you can do is say, well, I'm retaining water. I know I'm not going to fit into that dress. If you got a couple days, that's what you do. 
you drink water, you eat watermelon, you eat fruits, you drink more water. No, not soda. Lots of water, lots of natural juices, but tea. You don't really want to drink your calories. So your little juice is cool, but tea and drinking water, the fruits, watery fruits, eat a lot of watermelon, chop it in half and eat that half. I've been known to do that and turn around a couple hours later, eat the other half. <laughs> I can eat two watermelons a day. I'm not going to eat that much food. But what happens is that, and I can't tell you the exact hormone. Um, I'll, if it comes across my desk, I'll bring it up again. But when you drink so much water naturally like that, say, for example, the function is Saturday night. And say this is Thursday afternoon and you start drinking water, drinking water, drinking water, eating watermelon, eating watermelon, popping grapes and pineapples and just but that watermelon and any kind of melon, watery, drink water. And you go to bed, wake up Friday, do the same thing. And then around Friday, six or seven o'clock, stop drinking all that water. Don't dehydrate yourself, sip. From that point on, your body senses that is too much water in your system and it secretes a hormone to get rid of all of that water. And in getting rid of all of that water, it's going to overcompensate. So you'll be pissing Friday night, Friday evening, Friday night, early Saturday, and you'll be as trim as you can be. Now, fat, if it's there, you ain't going to do nothing in two days. But that Water, all the water will be out your system plus some. And you look great for the photos and fit into the dress with extra wiggle room. That's, that's, that's a secret. It's not a secret, but that's what I know. And even when you don't have a water problem and you have a function like that to go to, but stay away from the salt and salty foods and chips and stuff like that. Make sure. That's the other thing. Stay away from the salty stuff. Men can do it too. You can de-bloat yourself and shrink wrap yourself as much as you could before you get to that function. Hey, guy, I haven't seen you in 20 years. You look great. Your skin is so tight. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's the other thing. I think that's, okay, aside from with the unhealthy thing, aside with the steroids and, 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 and unhealthy eating habits, thinking that meat is protein, muscles protein, so if I eat more protein, I'll get bigger faster. You ain't going to put on but a certain amount of pounds of muscle every year. I don't care how much you blow up and then come back down and then coming back down, you might just starve yourself a little bit too much and lose what little muscle you had in the off season. The best way to do it as a bodybuilder, especially when you're in competition, even if you're not in competition is only stay 10 to 15 pounds above your competition weight. And if you're not a competitive bodybuilder, you know, find out what your good base weight is when you train for a good long while, you're not going to know that right away. You know, you'll lose so much weight and put muscle on a certain points that you look so different. But find out when you're lean as a bodybuilder. You don't have to have low body fat, but around that approximation. It's like, wow, when I started training, I was 240 pounds. Now I'm 188, but I'm very lean. Very lean. Come down to your leanness and see how lean you can get. Okay, so that means probably a little over 200 pounds is what you should be walking around at to be healthy because you need fat. And I know at some point I'll answer that question too. What are some of the health conditions that disqualify a person? For, okay, okay. 
Um, oh, I jumped up. My eyes are like, <laughs> let me scroll up and put these up high so I can come down. What's your take on diuretics in the bodybuilding world? And if this mosquito don't stop trying me, I'm going to spray myself again. Give me a second. My bottom half is covered, but my top is exposed. And I felt him hit me, so you won't be able to take that. Anyway, let me see here now. Where am I? Okay, what's your take on diuretics in the body of the world? Diuretics are water pills. Help rid the body. Oh, God, I almost got them. Help rid the body of salt, sodium, and water. For those who do not know, what are some alternatives to those pills in bodybuilding? Well, I, I kind of answered that one <laughs> just now, right? There are certain herbs that you'll probably know better than me right away. Mrs. Skirt would know, but that's the thing. Stay away from water pills. They throw off your electrolytes, the balance of, of, of potassium and, and salt in the body. You do need salt, but you don't need to shake, you know, the iodide salt. On your food, say, well, you need salt too. Realistically, you need about a gram of salt in your body every day. And usually you get that without even shaking anything on your food. And uh, what is it? Um, uh, was it Celtic salt and um, Himalayan salt? They have other qualities about them. But if you stay away from that, you really won't have any bloating unless you have some kind of hormone type condition, things with your thyroid. Um, and doctors will give you water pills, but I wouldn't suggest that because it, it, it throws the balance of your electrolytes off. And, and then you can go into cardiac arrest when you do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? One thing, you can't tamper with the body and expect, okay, I did this or that. It becomes the point of no return. You see, they give you this for this and they give you this for that. Your body doesn't work that way. Your body works as one unit. It's not like, you know, okay, I got bloating. I'm going to take the water pill, but I have a heart condition. I'm going to take the pill for this. Those things react with each other and turn into a new substance in that same body. You see what I mean? So ah, unless it's life or death, where if you don't take this immediately, you're so far out that you're going to die. That's the only way. But I'm, a, I'm not a doctor. I can't really say. What is the leading cause of death in the bodybuilding world? Heart attacks, kidney failure liver damage. Um, you have some bodybuilders who look really good, but their livers are worse than the person who's been an alcoholic for 80 years of their life. But heart, the heart disease, heart attacks, cardiovascular diseases. And I'm quite sure Mike Quinn, who passed away today or yesterday, had the same thing. There were 22 top bodybuilders who died last year. And before this year is over, I hate to say it, um, there are going to be more. But a lot of guys are like backing off of a lot of the competitions are having less and less guys as of recent. Right. And they seem that it seems to be where they're getting smart. They're not taking all these drugs. But I will tell you that not even 95 percent. In these top bodybuilding shows, 100 percent of the guys are taking drugs. You're not going to go there. I mean, you got to be a genetic freak to go up there and stand up there and try to compete. But this in this day and age, where you see competitive bodybuilding, and even guys on the street, it's not even bodybuilding competitions. Guys on the street, regular guys, hey, you know, I'm going to be at the beach this summer, and I want to impress this girl, and I want to do a cycle or two before. Yes, 
just cosmetic. I blame Instagram on that, right? Um, what is the max calorie intake for a new bodybuilder? There's no, there's no one size fits all answer because what if a guy is already 300 pounds? He's six foot four and he's just starting to train. He's a big guy. It's going to take a lot of food to move him about, even if he wasn't training. And say another guy is five foot two and, and 120 pounds. He's not going to eat as much as that guy. That guy's a, this other guy's leg is bigger than this guy's whole body. So you got to look at it for your body, your body weight, your metabolism. And metabolism only means the sum total of your total body, bodily functions, how fast it works, right? How fast it works. It's just like you can tell how fast the transit speed is of your, of your gut. You eat certain things that come out a certain color or maybe you eat a little piece of corn. <laughs> and you're like, man, I ate that corn eight hours ago. It's got, got out of me. Oh, man, I ate that corn last week. And then you're in trouble because your transit time is too low. So you have to really look under the hood of your body, like under, under the hood of a car, and really get to know your body before muscles come into play. And as you do it and you start out, you have to be cognizant of how that works. Is alcohol consumption dangerous for bodybuilders? It's dangerous for anybody. Yes, it is. Um, you can get away with it, but why would you want to set yourself back by consuming alcohol? Now, for those who have an occasional drink, I won't rain on your parade. I don't do it. If I sip some wine once a year, it's Fuki Plum Japanese wine. Because when I was eating sushi a lot, I love the taste of it. If they can take the alcohol out, which is very low, I love the taste of it. So I'll admit once a year, I'll seek it out. I don't know where I'm going to find it out here, though, <laughs> in West Africa. But they got sushi joints out here. I'm going to tell you, too, in Osu, which is in Accra, they got a Japanese sushi joint run by black men and women. And the Japanese can't stay up out of there. This is some good sushi. We come here all the time. This beats anything in Japan. We don't know how, but I'm, I'm telling you, right? <laughs> Next question. What is the technique that can help a regular person burn? You said burn fast. I think you mean burn fat easily at the gym. Can you work out on an empty stomach to burn fat? People do that with the cardiovascular when they do the treadmill. I just don't believe in keeping your stomach empty. I don't believe in stuffing yourself either. But there should always be food going into your system, even if it's light or less. Because really and truly, we say, how many calories do we need a day? Your body doesn't care about Thursday or Friday or Saturday. And I'm going to prove that to you, right? But the empty stomach thing, unless you happen to be on a religious thing, a spiritual thing with a fast, or you just don't, if you just don't feel like eating, your body tells you, I don't feel like eating. Man, I don't want to eat. Then don't eat. To hell with bodybuilding at that point. The body always has the last word. To hell with the bodybuilding. Unless you happen to be in a competition coming up, then you got to do it. Right? But I don't think that it's better for you to have an empty stomach to burn fat. Now, see, you know, we get into a tricky thing here, right? Say you say, say, let's, let's go on a bicycle ride. And we're going to burn calories to lose fat. Say we're going to 
run to burn fat. In this case, if you ride the bike hard, you're going to burn more carbohydrates than fat off of your body, no matter what's in your stomach. If you run hard, the preferred source of fuel in that case is carbohydrates, which is in your muscle as glycogen. Saved up after the workout, you've been eating not just carbs, but the protein, the fats, but you store up glycogen. This is what makes your muscles look full as opposed to look flat. If you do like a marathon runner and you want to do it too much because you'll hurt your muscle, you want to feed your muscle and starve the fat. See, you got to babysit this muscle that you put on. And this goes for the ladies, too, because this is what I'm going to be raw. This is what gives you the beautiful ass, the little, you know, waistline, you know, the muscles in your body undergird. Under, it's the base for your shape. So if you have a, a, a normal layer of body fat, which will be a little more than men, that's going to look good. But don't try to remove your body fat to the point that you stop having periods. That's sick. And that's what bodybuilders, female bodybuilders do, especially when they start taking the testosterone. No matter where their body fat is, they're going to they're gonna stop having their period. Why would you want that? Why would you want that? It's frightening. You don't know if some of these female bodybuilders are transsexuals or transhumans or tra whatever. And their voice is all deep. Hey, how you doing? Didn't I date you three years ago? What happened to you? Clit got big, voice deep. <laughs> Clit real big, house real big. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, okay. You burn fat, burn fast, or oh, burn fat easily at the gym. Low intensity, sustained activity. You want to burn fat directly off your body and not hurt the muscle? Because remember, it's easy to burn muscle, which is going to hurt you when you get back into the gym with, with you lifting in proper form and maintaining a certain amount of weight in your lifts and not to regress unless you have a bad day, lose sleep, didn't get enough food or had a family issue that's on your mind. The best way is take a long ass walk on a regular. It's low intensity, but you're burning just as much calories as you are when you run. You run 10 miles or you walk 10 miles, you burn the same amount of calories, except that when it's low intensity, you're burning the fat directly off your body. When you do the high intensity, let's run real fast for 10 miles, then it's carbohydrate. And you feel like you lost weight, but it's a lot of water weight. You burnt a lot of carbohydrates, so you burnt off a lot of muscle. That's why you can't really do a lot of... Um, cardiovascular leg work before competition because it makes your legs stringy. But you don't have to worry about that part, right? Unless you, you know, here it is again. Are dairy products encouraged for bodybuilders? No, no. They do. They still do. They don't care. But no, there's more downfalls for dairy than, than anything else. And what, why would you do that? Well, get your protein. Now, if on your day off, you want to go, I can't tell you what to do. And get a cheesy pizza or, or but, but milk is out. Milk is out, which means cheese is out. But there's some people here who they got cheese in their heart so much. And I have to say that they have so many vegan cheese alternatives. And I'll say the majority of them are nasty. 
what is the brand that I used to eat in America? I'll bring that back up. And uh, Mrs. Scurve remembers. But I think she's sleeping right now. <laughs> um, but dairy's out. It's going to hinder you more than us. It's going to bloat you. It's going to lactose intolerance people. Come on. There's so many alternatives to, for the taste of dairy, if you want, that are vegan. And you don't have to be a vegan to get those alternatives. You know, you don't have to be a vegan to say, oh, this is what I'm going to have. But stay away from dairy, even if you're eating chicken or stay away from dairy. Get those alternatives. You have the advantage because really eating dairy products is all about the taste. You've been, you've been used to doing this most of your life or you like cheese. Or, well, go get the vegan cheese. Like I said, a lot of them are nasty. A lot of them are not even made right. But um, they have this brand that I used to use. I, I put it up on my Instagram, but that was years ago when I was in America. But trust and believe that one, the flavors, the cheddar, the mozzarella, it was like Mr. Scurve would throw like three or four of them in, in, in the wagon and we'd get in the car. I said, oh, I think I forgot something. And I go buy five more. <laughs> go right to the trunk and put it. What is that? Did you put something in the trunk? No, 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 no. Picked up an extra drink. <laughs> I got to get back there and get it out before she sees it. But she wouldn't be mad, though. Anyway. What are some legal ways a person can become muscular that use of steroids? Good old, good old fashioned hard work, smart training, good nutrition, good rest, consistency, 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 consistency. That's all. They say steroids were around from the 60s, but they found that they were around from the 40s and bodybuilders and people in the military were using them. People in the military use them now. It's an epidemic with the military now. The government, government gives it out freely. You see a lot of the guys come back so muscular. And after a while, they, they're skinny and just, you know, got some kind of sickness or something. They were doing that. You know, do bodybuilders need regular doctors check? Of course they do. Of course they do. More so than a regular person who's not training. Because you're pushing your body. Now, that's the other thing. You're pushing your body beyond natural limits. If you're eating right, resting right, there can still be issues. Because it takes one thing to go wrong in your training and you got an injury. It'll set you back. You could have something going on, going on internally and not know. So, yes, you do need that. You can have something that has nothing to do with bodybuilding happening to you. You see, a lot of guys who take steroids, tumors will show up faster. Meaning that it doesn't give you that, but if you had something dormant in your system and you 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 uh use the steroids, it's it's gonna it's gonna. I mean, tumors and cancer love steroids. If, like I said before, to exaggerate the point, if it's something that you had in you that wouldn't manifest until you were 150 years old, where chances are you might not be around. You taking steroids, it may come out at 45, 40. Or even still late, depending on who you are. Just like sugar. Tumors love sugar. Ca cancer loves sugar. So that has nothing to do with bodybuilding, but it's your body. So it's not just a thing where I am muscles and that's it. No, you, you, you have a body like anybody else, but you're pushing it. So you have to care for it even more. You think those cars at NASA run, running around the track? that you can deal with them just like any other vehicle? No, it's high maintenance, high maintenance. 
The same thing when you do bodybuilding. Do most bodybuilders avoid caffeine? That's a personal thing. And I would say most, a lot do consciously because it can't, caffeine amps up your system and they feel it puts them in a good position to burn fat and get energy or it, to me, it's nervous energy. It's not like you can take energy in the bottle and just drink it. Consistent nutrition will keep you consistently energized. Knowing when to back off, knowing when to rest, you know, knowing when to eat, when to train. And sometimes you get into the gym. It's another thing. You may not be what you were yesterday. Yesterday, you may have been 100%. The day before that, you might have been 150% in the gym energy-wise. Now, today, your boss said something to you, your supervisor, you're pissed off at him. Uh, uh, somebody dropped something in your front door, some garbage, you got to pick it up. Something pissed you off. You almost got into an accident. The guy gave you the finger, whatever. You're heading to the gym now, and you're 60% of what you were the day before. These things happen. This is why we have to have a disciplined life and learn how to let things go when certain things happen. And a lot of bodybuilders that can't do that, they hinder themselves no matter how good their genetics are. So now you go into the gym after all of these things happen and you're distracted. You're drained of energy and enthusiasm because of your focus on those issues. So now you're 60%. Fret not. Whatever you have, give 100% of what you have. If it's, a, if, a, if it's only 60% that you have for that day, give 60%, but give that 100% of the 60%. Whenever you don't feel good when you're in the gym, think back to the times you had great days in the gym. There's a reason for it. You have to analyze what it was. Oh, I had a great night's sleep the night before, and I ate this particular meal, and I played this music that had me in great spirits. And so you go into the gym feeling good beyond the physical level. How many days have we woke up and we just didn't feel it? We heard a song. It took us out of our mindset at that time of feeling down. And we were up now all of a sudden. I've done shows where I told you, you know, I'm real tired right now. And six and a half hours later, <laughs> I'm still there. You see what I mean? So the caffeine, that's a personal choice. But there's so many ways to energize your day. Next question, what are some career options for a bodybuilder? Just a gym trainer? Well, you can go into the supplement industry if you have that know-how and studied it. If you're a popular bodybuilder and endorse a certain supplement line, you can make a lot of money that way, but you have to have a knowledge of it. You got to have your hand in it. And most bodybuilders who are really great bodybuilders, they have a great knowledge of nutrition and they sought out nutritionists to understand. I mean, when I was real young, real, real young, man, I, I learned so much about nutrition that those things still stand today. The human body doesn't change like that fast, but we discover things that can enhance our training. You see what I mean? So, um, yeah, with the internet now, pers personal training, um, just certain specific types of training, you know, the gym trainer thing, AI is not going to take that away. <laughs> you know what I mean? As an AI representative, I can tell you how to train. I can tell you how to do this. No, um, that's something that's always going to be. But there's so much more than it used to be. And supp supplement lines, clothing lines, different things. But it's still not a wide thing. If you're a personal trainer for somebody who's famous or there was a guy named Scooter. In my gym, Zen's gym, back in 82, he used to come there. He had these golden gloves around his neck. And um, 
I think his website has his name in it, like Scooter. This guy was a nobody, but he used to hang around, talk, learn. He had certain connections with uh, the Kanye West enemies because he was one of them. This guy ends up training LO Cool J, Kanye West. He's a mo- one of the most sought after personal trainers. And this dude used to ask me questions all the time. I'm like, and he didn't even look like me. I'm not even trying to put the guy down. He'd do little crap training. And I'm like, look what he did. He put himself in a multi-million dollar career because so many people, when they see you with these stars, other stars want you and, and, and they want to keep you with them. Now, this is not for everybody, but everybody was not going to get that. They got a concert. They're going to be training that week leading up to the concert. They want you there with them. You see what I mean? So you're getting paid. But it's a tricky business, though. It really is. Um, I lost myself again. Oh, let me scroll up. Oh, man, I'm getting to the bottom of the list already. I thought I was, I was like oh, four hours or something. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Um, Jim Trainer. What is the thing a person can do at the gym in order not to raise their heart rate? Sit your ass down. Like, you're going to raise your heart rate rate by doing some things. But most bodybuilders who are really into it, they have a really calm demeanor. They're not really hyper. See me? I'm hyper anyway from a child up to now. When I'm training, I kind of train myself outside of the gym to be a little more mellow. Still have the energy at any moment, and I can still use it because it's not going to hurt me, but I would still chill. And if you train right and, and you're in proper shape, not bodybuilding shape, but just you don't have any pre-existing cardiovascular issues that you can deal with before you come into the gym, the, the workout's not going to really push you because the muscle fatigue and you're breathing right and you can struggle in a set. It's not going to kick up your heart rate like that unless you got a real serious problem. Now, guys, I know that take stacks and stacks of steroids. That will do it for them. Just walking around. They're walking in the gym with a high heart rate like they're working out. And then when they work out, you just never know. 22 top-level bodybuilders this last year died. And one died within the last 48 hours, Mike Quinn. It's crazy, right? But that's, that's real. And I, I doubt if he was training. He's a guy who's a year younger than me. But I know he was in a, taking a lot of steroids. He was a bodybuilder that used to come out to, in the ring walk with Vinny Pazienza, you saw this crazy looking muscular guy. That was Mike Quinn. Yeah. He's from Boston, but I knew he was living in New York for a while. That's when I got a chance to meet him and chit chat with him, you know, but yeah, that heart rate thing, you got to check that out and see a lot of guys that are getting illegal steroids without a doctor's checkup. It's the first thing they look for. Bring your heart rate down before you start taking that stuff for those who do. See, that's a big thing because most of it is off the black market and it's, it's illegal in the United States, but they find ways of getting around it. And doctors can make a lot of money prescribing it to you in a, in a, in a fraudulent way. Right. There was a, there was a doctor that used to come to my gym all the time. And I'm like, I was stupid. I'm like, why is that? Doctor? And he would always have like little scrubs on and stuff like that. <clears throat> and he was in there. He'd go in the back. Women's locker room because we didn't have as many women as men in the gym at that time. 
So if there was no woman or a woman outside training or whatever, they said, listen, do you have to go to the locker room in the next 15 minutes? No, no, hon, go ahead. They go back there and shoot up. You pay them and be out. They ain't shaking no heart rate back then. They're just giving you what you want, shooting you up. How much money does one have to invest in bodybuilding when they're just starting an estimate? Well, you know, you don't have to go see gyms. They make their money at the juice bar. Once you pay your membership, like say you pay a yearly membership, that's not helping them. The trick is to get you that juice bar. The trick is to get you to buy supplements. The trick is to get you to buy the tights and this and that. You don't have to spend that kind of money to get into the bodybuilding world. Um, they make you think that. They make you think that, right? You get some old Rocky sweats that Rocky wore in Rocky One. Sweats. You don't have to go with tights and shiny stuff that's going to cost you money. Go in there to train. Train for results, not a fashion statement. You don't need anything more. <clears throat> At first, I just sprayed this stuff so my voice sounds funny. You don't need anything more than a really good vitamin and mineral supplement. You don't need it. Other than that, you don't have to buy separate this and separate A and separate D and C and B. And I have to get this. I have to get choline and inositol. And I have to get lecithin. And I have to get... <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was, I was foolish. I did that too. They had these supplements that had so much trace minerals in it. Then they had... That had gold in it. I'm not saying where you could see it, but it was so traced that it was in there. I loved it. I used to get them free because I had free membership and I was representing the gym in competition. So I would get that stuff, but you don't need that. I'm going to tell you something too. Magnesium is very important. People get just get the regular multivitamin, multi. I will suggest a multivitamin tablet that is really extensive in what they have, not no one a day, but definitely minerals. We forget about minerals. Minerals are very important and we overlook, we just say vitamins and that's it. We're just so used to, but a good uh, a trace mineral supplement, if you have to spend and maybe we'll do some research and find out what the best is right now. But the minerals the vitamins, of course, but you don't have to spend a fortune on it. You don't, especially when you're eating good food, grown in good soil, good, fresh food that you get and cooking it yourself. I know we're going to be out somewhere and get caught out. Oh, let's go to the restaurant. Well, I understand that. But the way to cut the cost is take a Sunday or whenever you're not at work. What you will invest in are these plastic containers and you cook your food, whatever it may be for those who eat chicken, for those who eat vegetables, whatever your day's worth of food. This is how I got around the social thing, right? And here I'm going off on a tangent, but it's good. If I had to go anywhere with friends and I, I had a competition coming up, I had a little red Adidas bag where I had all of my food in there for the day. Let's hang. But I'm not eating what you're eating. You can go into the restaurant and eat whatever junk you want. I'm whipping out my stuff out of my plastic container and eating it. <laughs> you see what I mean? Because I prepared it ahead of time. You know you're going to go out and you should go out. You should go out with your friends and laugh and have a good time. 
But think ahead of time. Are you going to eat what they want? They're going to, oh, let's go here. No, 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 let's go here to eat. You, you have a certain amount of calories, certain amount of protein, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, water to get. And because you're physically in a certain place doesn't mean you have to compromise. It may taste a whole lot better than what you made and smell a whole lot better. You might be tempted, but at least you're putting in your body what you need to put in your body. Like I said, eat for function, not for taste. Taste kills you all the time. Eat for function and recuperation and make it taste as good as you can. But you're not eating just for taste. That was one of my own personal mantras. So if the food tastes nasty and it was getting the job done, then oh, so be it. Because if I wanted to get that look on an extreme level as a bodybuilder, I had to do that. If you don't want it, sabotage yourself then. You won't get that look. If you keep doing it, it's about discipline. And you got to be fanatical about it. There have been times when, you know, as a young man, as frisky as I was, <laughs> visiting friends <laughs> to spend overnight, hey, I'm bringing my stuff with me. Oh, you can have a little piece of this little piece. Listen, I know what little piece I'm looking for, but I ain't looking for that piece of chicken or that piece of fried thing. I'm looking at that thing right there that don't have no calories in it, just to throw a joke in there. Because as men, I'm speaking to the brothers, we can get thrown off when we see some other good things that we want to eat and they'll convince us, no. <laughs> I'll stay on my diet as far as the food is concerned, but um, ain't no calories in that. So um, let me check the chat room. Let me check the chat. I haven't. Um, I haven't. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, soy gives men boobs. Yeah, cancer, a little soy too. You're right, Oyala. Yeah. And again, you're aware of it, Oyala, with the dairy, but you're hip to it. And there are a lot of alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll ask the question. I'll, I'll jump off the. I still got more questions. He said, um, uh, is it true that many bodybuilders are actually dehydrated when they're in competition or to help display definition? Yes, and they shouldn't be. And that's the reason why a lot of them pass out. The electrolyte balances out, which will cause a heart attack to happen. It's ridiculous. And it's only because they're on so many drugs. They do things, you know, but coffee. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. It's the sugar that's going to you put in there, uh, Ronald Robbins. But yeah, they dehydrate themselves and they get bloated before the shows. And some of them still take water pills and don't drink. It's crazy because water under the skin appears to be like fat. It smooths you. It doesn't hang, but it gives that same, same look. It smooths you out. But if you zero in on that day naturally, but remember, these guys are not natural. So any little thing could mess them up from day to day. I've seen guys... In competition, I swear to you not, and I won't say any names. I knew a dude who was like about five foot four, and he was in the lightweight division. He had a funny body. He wasn't super well-known, but he was well-known back then on a regional level. And some bodybuilders cannot get past certain levels, right? Um... Okay, and I'll answer, I'll answer those questions in a second. 
he had thick legs that were huge and developed. And when he came down, because he was on the borderline of being a lightweight, he, he had to fight to be a lightweight, which I believe was 154 pounds below that. So from 154 to 175 or four or six or something was middleweight. So he was a big middleweight, a big lightweight, but a small middleweight because when he got down to lightweight, his upper body was too small and his legs were okay, but they overpowered his physique. When he went to middleweight, his proportions were off because of his structure. And he, um, he had to make up his mind what he was going to do because as a middleweight, he, it was too much because the guys were bigger than him, a little taller, had more muscle. Now this question here, um, D. Griffin, what do you eat to gain muscle? Um, I, I, I'll say a funny answer and I'll explain why I'm saying it funny. A balanced diet and lots of rest and recuperation. See, look at it this way. Okay, and his question, Ronald Robbins was, uh, what about, okay, brew coffee. It's okay to have that. I mean, some people are against coffee because of the caffeine or whatnot, but, you know, just normal? No, nah, there's no problem with that. If you don't have some type of nervous situation going on or whatever, it's cool. There are greater things out there that are more threat to, to your health, but that's cool. Okay, look at the guys, uh, D. Griffin, who are locked up. They're not getting top of the line protein supplements and, and chicken breasts as much as you want every single day and, 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 and top quality food. But look at the physiques that come out of prison. And the biggest reason is I figured out is because they will do their exercise and they may have subpar food. Now in jail, you always have subpar food because that's temporary. But in prison, the food is a little better, Right. You get them long sentences. What is it about? But it's still not like what, what you can get outside, right? Even though you can get steroids in, in certain prisons too now, right? But aside from that, a good natural physique or body, which is what male or female should strive for. And again, I say to negate the whole osteoporosis thing, women should be looking to gain as much muscle as you can. And you cannot look like those freakish looking man looking bodybuilders because they're taking high levels of male hormones. But if you look at a natural sp uh, sprinter, the bodies they have, that's the kind of body you'll end up with. You may, may not be as lean, but muscle is what keeps you strong as you age. You have to think about the strength factor as you age and recent studies. And I've been studying. It's not about, oh, let me just keep my weight light, whatever, whatever. You want to be as strong as you can as you enter in your 60s, your 70s, your 80s. Strong. Strength. I'm not talking about being a power lifter. Do your bodybuilding with proper form. Get good nutrition. And most of all, get good rest. And we require less rest as we get older. But sleep, if you're retired or you have that kind of time, sleep until you wake up. That's the biggest gift you can give yourself in retirement when you do. Get to bed on time. And if you stay up a little bit like me, well, get your rest. Get your rest. And when you wake up, don't just jump up. You might have to jump up to pee or do something else. Understood. Get back in the bed after that. Get back in the bed until that's the best thing you can do. Inmates who are locked up, 
They got all the time in the world to rest. They do a little exercise. They eat in subpar food and they come out looking fabulous. So it's not just about what you eat. You out here in the free world can eat a good balanced diet. You don't have to force anything because remember, um, it's a bodybuilder named Mike Mensa. You don't have to stuff yourself. I'm not saying D Griffin that you're thinking that way. I'm just saying it in general for other people, you don't have to stuff yourself to gain muscle. It's a very slow process, but it takes time. A lot of people go to a gym and I want to gain muscle. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. And they get fat. And let me tell you something else before I get onto the other questions. Um, that people say, well, when you stop working out, you turn fat. So you don't want to work out. No, you do want to work out and you don't turn into fat. If you stop working out muscle, is muscle and muscle can never turn into fat. They're two different tissues. Well, how come I know these bodybuilders, man, they stop and they got big because you get an appetite when you're training. And when you stop training, you still have the appetite. You still have the appetite and you put on this other tissue called fat. Two different tissues, no activity, and if you're eating a little bit of junk and eating high calories, even the good food, high calories are going to put on fat. Especially, especially if you go lay down and jump into bed. You see? So it's two different types of tissues. You can't turn one into the other. Then you have the fallacy where, man, I'm going to eat and get nice and fat and I'm going to start working out and turn this fat into muscle. That is the stupidest thing you can think about doing. Because it's two different tissues. Get lean. Take your time and get lean. Don't stuff yourself. When your body gets hungry and you have the appetite, your body is craving certain, nutri certain nutrients. It's up to you to figure out what it needs. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we don't like a car where we have a dashboard that has the odometer, that has the gas gauge, that tells us if we're overheating. You see, it doesn't tell us we have to feel it from within ourselves and get to learn our body. And it takes time. But once you master that balance, which another bodybuilder can suggest things to you because the body works for everybody in a similar fashion, but not exactly the same because there's some people who can get away with stuff. It's like training as a boxer. You train on the fundamentals first. And once you got the fundamentals down, then you can branch off. And, and do what's natural for you, you see? So yeah, it takes time, D. Griffin. Be consistent, be consistent in your training. Get a lot of recuperation between each workout. An hour a day or less. My last competition in April of 85, I did six, six hours of training during the week. And I had more recuperation between the body parts that I trained. I did the push-pull method. Chest, shoulders, triceps, and on another day, back and biceps. You're, you're, you're doing your low rolls and you're doing your pull downs. That's your back. The pull downs, the chin ups, the lat pull downs, that gives you width. The rowing exercises gives you thickness. Don't be afraid to be muscular. If you have a normal body fat level as a woman, and you're not taking testosterone, you are not going to look like those freaks that are women sucked in faces and deep voices that don't come from nobody. But that's the drugs. 
That's the drugs. Lifting weights. Yeah, Queen Midas. Lifting weights is a must. Yeah, it's a must. It's a beautiful thing. As long as you do proper form. I don't really go in for the women's power lifting, but when you do proper form, you are not going to go above using a certain weight more than what you can handle to get the target repetitions. Another thing I want to throw out there before I answer those last few questions. Don't start thinking like people tell, well, low reps is for size and high reps is for cutting up. No, getting cut up or getting leaner is merely the absence of body fat. Doing extra reps on a muscle is not touching or doing anything for the fat. You see what I mean? Yeah. Let me go back into the questions here in the email. Okay. All right. Okay, let me see. Let me me find my spot. Okay, here we go. What are the psychological effects of bodybuilding? If it's not anything on the dark side, you have increased confidence. You'll be more assured of yourself. Um, you can find yourself to be more leaning toward independence, uh, male or female, because you see that you've created something and the confidence levels go through the roof. Um, you feel good about yourself. Um, you have a lot more pride. You know, you're just glowing better because you changed your body, you know, and you feel stronger which makes you on a psychological level walk stronger. So you're less of a victim, even in normal life. You walk into a store, um, the salesperson doesn't look to take advantage of you. You walk into a bar and grill or a nightclub, the shysters and I look to come at you a certain way when you're strong within yourself. It's a psychological thing, makes you walk a certain way. And it's psychological too, it's physical, they can see it. It'll attract them on a lust level sometime when they see that you're right on point with your mind, it, it, it does something to your whole life. Now, it's the same thing. Like if you walk down a dangerous street and you fear, you fear getting mugged, you walk a certain way. You don't want to act like a victim, but you know people who are into those things that they can see right through it. But if you pack in a Glock 19 in, in, in your pancake holder, and you're walking on the same street, you walk a different way because you know you have the means to blast anybody's ass that rolls up on you the wrong wrong way. And they can see that without seeing the gun. So that tells you, act confident even when you may not be, right? In the street. But bodybuilders give you that um, psychological edge. The only thing is, if, if, if your life is imbalanced and you focus on that so much, it can lead to that imbalance where you get into it so much and you neglect the other parts of your, your existence, you know? And I've seen that happen time and time again with people who started out and you know, they kept up with it and then they broke up with somebody. They started to get more time in the gym and they started running through partners and, you know, the emotions were smashed, but the body was looking good. Dangerous combination. You have to have a balanced existence mentally, spiritually, and physically as much as you can. Next question is, how many months can it take an overweight person to get the ideal muscular physique of a bodybuilder? Again, that depends on the metabolism of the person. That that depends on how much effort they're putting into it. That depends on how much um, time they have. It could. You're going to see results not overnight, 
But after about two or three months, you're going to see some changes if you're doing what you have to do. It may not be the ideal because remember, you got three basic body types. You have the endomorph and the endomorph, they're pretty wide and they're muscular, thick in their musculature. Their metabolism runs really slow. They eat something that's easy to put on weight. They're very strong, right? Then you have on the other end of the spectrum, the endomorph. And the endomorph is a person who's naturally high strung, naturally slender in their body. Slim, skinny, slim, um, high strung. Um, they don't have much of an appetite. And when they do eat, they don't even put on that much weight. You have to approach it different from the endomorph. Now, in the middle, you have the mesomorph. And they're a combination of both. Not really in a way, but they're not as thick as the endomorph. They're not as high strung as the as the uh as the endomorph, right? Um not the endomorph, the um ectomorph. I'm sorry. And I, did I say mes uh endomorph on both? Ecto, ecto is the skinny one, right? Sorry about that. I think I said it wrong earlier. Ectomorph is the high strung one that's hard to put on weight. But a mesomorph being in the middle, and it doesn't mean that you're absolute mesomorph or it's three. That's the three basic ones because you can have combinations of, of different ones. You could be a mesomorph who is closer to an ectomorph. You can be a mesomorph with the ideal metabolism and structure who, who leans a little toward the endomorph. So it's not three things. It's like colors. When you see the color wheel, you see so many thousands of combinations of colors. And if you put the pin on red and move it over a little bit. It still looks red to you, but it's a whole different color. That's why you have the HTML codes. You see what I mean? So I'm not trying to get away from the question, but if the person is overweight and they're 200 pounds overweight, they're not going to get there like the person who might be 30 pounds overweight. You see what I mean? But that person who is 200 pounds overweight can push more but it doesn't mean you got to starve yourself. A lot of folks who are overweight think they got to starve themselves. You end up starving muscle. You got to feed the muscle and starve the fat, which means you can't restrict calories, but so much before you start to hurt your muscle. Muscle is precious. You want muscle, males and females. I'm not some muscle woman freak. I'm telling you, that's what it is. <clears throat> it gives you your shape and you hold on to that shape as you get older because our hormones diminish, especially as men past certain ages. For some, it begins to decline when they're 30s, 40s, definitely 50s, 60s. You know, I don't wake up in the morning as happy as I used to 40 years ago, if you know what I mean. Be-yoing! See? The hormones fall off. Right? But you can still build muscle, get in shape, hold on to muscle. Right? Um, what are the disadvantages of being muscular? Um, I don't think there's any disadvantage of being naturally muscular. If you're taking steroids and you're very muscular with all the size and, you know, my thing is you got to train yourself in different ways. So when you are a bodybuilder and you're very muscular, if you play ping pong, if you play basketball, if you do a little boxing, Using your body in different ways will make you a better bodybuilder because you're not just thinking about weights and uh, I'm pushing this and lifting that. You learn to have coordination. You learn to have grace as you step. So the disadvantages of being muscular is only focusing on being in the gym and getting muscle. 
Use your body. It'll make your body look good. It'll make you feel and look good to people because they're like, wait a second. Look at all that muscle they're carrying or they're a little muscular. But they're so graceful. And you can have rhythm. You can, everybody doesn't have to walk around stiff looking. Dudes do that. Some women do too. But it's mostly men. Next question. Some female bodybuilders are often labeled grotesque, fake, freak, pornographic, and scary. Do men have a similar experience? Um, with female bodybuilders, unless they're into that, unless they're into the grotesque, fake, freak, steroid-taking females with the deep voices and long clits, we, we as a society, has, we've morphed off into so many different things, and especially on a personal sexual level. You got men liking all kinds of things, and women too. But that's like, and we're getting adult here. <laughs> there was a guy at my job one time who was selling porn, and it was uh, DVDs. And um, the guy who bought it from him, he was sheepish to order it himself because I guess he had somebody he didn't want them to know. This is woman at home. So he's like, okay, this guy orders it. I get it. I get it. So I happened to be, it was on a lunch break and I happened to be walking to them up to them because we were cool with each other. And the one guy who was purchasing had a look of panic. Like, oh God, you know. So I walked up and I see these colorful DVD covers and I look and I'm like, whoa. First I saw a titty on one of them. I'm like, hey, what you got over there? And, and, and sheepishly, he handed it over. Well, he had 10 DVDs. Four on the top and four on the bottom. What do I mean by that? Well, the four on the top were the usual kind of pornography that men look at. Usually they want to see a girl on girl and a guy. Because, you know, when you're watching porn, the penis becomes your representative when you're the man. The penis in the movie is yours. So whatever the women are doing to it, you know, so we know how that goes. Well, anyway, the two in the middle were titled Chicks with Dicks. Transvestites. Right. Or pre-op trannies, as they call them. They don't really intend on chopping it off, but there's a certain class of men that can't face themselves being homosexual or having or wanting to be with a man. So they'd rather this morphed out thing, this drug taken thing, because these chicks with dicks are men. But they get those estrogen titties or the fake breasts, whatever. They do what they have to do to their face, to the makeup, everything. So they look kind of womanish, but you can still tell, but they have a fully functional penis. And there are people who like that. So on the other side, there are people who like muscular women. And usually what goes along with that is some form of domination. What turns them on when they see a muscular woman, it may not be where they have homosexual tendencies. They may have a submissive nature that many people don't know about because they might be a CEO of a company or leading a, a group of people and they have to be strong. And this is their way of going, I don't have to be strong today. I'll get one of these muscular women and they'll pay them. And that's another uh, category of how many of them are making money because there are a lot of simp men who will pay big money to go in a hotel room and wrestle with one of these women. And the women are so strong, they can't beat them. They'll try a little bit and they give in. And so in it's very sexual also because they'll be wearing a little brief, so a G-string. They might sit on the guy's face. They like all of that. That's a sexual release for them. They might even have sex with them after that, but all of that. So um, 
men have those experiences um, with that where they say, oh, God, I can't deal with her. Or, oh, my God, secretly, I want to deal with her. This is pornographic. It's larger than life. When you're a bodybuilder, not even just your physical measurements, but you're larger than life. You look different. You know, you got a tan, you're lean. So now your face automatically looks different. You're lean, your neck muscles, everything, the veins in your arm, you look strong, you walk strong. It's intimidating to most people. But again, for the women, you're not taking steroids. You're not going to look like that. You're going to be just as beautiful, if not more. And you're going to be more beautiful because you're more confident. There's nothing you have to rush into to take drugs to get. Next question. Do people opt for surgery to get the ideal or the, you know, the ideal bodybuilding physique? There are bodybuilders who they, they get liposuction. There are bodybuilders who get liposuction by their pec line the chest and the part by the underarm to suck away the fat that's there. So that slab of chest muscle looks more pronounced. You have guys, uh, I believe Oscar De La Hoya did it. He did some type of airbrushing in his stomach. Like it was just a surface thing. I think unless they took the fat out of the stomach in certain areas to make the abs stick out more, but it was just surface. So there's a lot of things that go on. You get calf implants. If your calves are too small, a lot of bodybuilders have, put these calf implants in their calf muscles or they shoot certain things in their shoulders to make their shoulders pop out more when their shoulders are narrow. But you can spot them and, and, and judges, if you go into bodybuilding competitions, they can spot these things. You see what I mean? So yeah, they will do this all kind of surgeries. Like, okay, for example, uh, when they call it gyno, there's a longer word, gynoplasty, something, some long word, but they call it gyno. And the street word, the gym word is bitch tits, right? And this is what men get when their hormones are off. And it's a swelling around the nipple. And what does that come from? Just the hormones a bit imbalanced in the, in the system. I can't say the full scientific thing, but the estrogen is taken over kind of, sort of. And you've been taking testosterone for a while and your body wants to level off. And so you get this swelling around. And if you look at modern day bodybuilders, a lot of them, they have, have this puffiness around their nipples. And, and you have to get surgery to get that removed. Because, you know, even though bodybuilding judges are not stupid, you'll get not disqualified, but you'll get a reduction in your accumulated points because you have that. You need to get that taken care of. And any artificial looking thing that they know, because they do sight injections on certain parts of the body to swell it up, but it doesn't look as muscular when it's swollen up like that. It doesn't flex. It doesn't move. And there are a lot of guys, I, I'm quite sure you've seen the memes where you have these guys, these fat, ugly slabs of beef arms and a, a, a trapezius muscles up on their neck. And it's just hanging ugly. Like Indians do, a lot of Indians do that ridiculously. I don't know. I'm going to come to the chat, uh, chat and see if you ever saw that before. You know? Yeah, let me see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, LL did that. I believe he took um, Winstrel also. <clears throat> he did do low levels of, of anabolic steroids. You see what I mean? You know, that, that, that's, that's, that's real from reputable sources with the nose job. You know, so keeps himself covered now his arms are still kind of big but he's older now so 
he doesn't look like that. You know, what, what, what was, what was the song? Um, head sprung, you know, you get your head sprung, you get your head sprung, Lord of mercy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, he was looking sharp there and he made sure to show it because remember that was going along with his, his uh, fan base. Like I said, you know, he came up a little hard and he did that song. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the walls. I need love. And it was a big hit. And there's people behind him like, yo, don't go in the gangster rap because LL Cool J wanted to go. He's, no, no, no. Your answer is catering to the women. Look how you look. We're going to make you look better. You know, and, and, and cater to them. They will grow with you. Because you got some grown women who were teenagers, when Ella was a teenager, you know, a little younger and in their 40s now and up in their 50s, whatever. They're like, oh, my God, some older. Ooh, Ella still looks good. They could be happily married, but they got the eye for LL. You see what I mean? Yeah, he's 55. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. And um, it's, it's funny because yeah, I'll tell you the story again. Me and him almost got in that fight in the White Castle that night. I told that story time and time again. It was no big thing. But um, let me answer these questions. So, bah, 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 bah. in this present time and year, what is the one thing that can disqualify a person from competing in the bodybuilding industry? Um, are there other things that disqualify a person? The blatant use of like sight injections, um, synthol use, synthol. It sounds just like the way you can Google that. Synthol, you can shoot it in where, where whatever muscle you want to have blown up and it will blow it up, but it's not going to look right. It's going to smooth out those body parts and that gets you disqualified right away. Although you just, you know, you might even have a better body than most, but they see you doing it all over. And it's like, you're not going to beat the guys you think you're going to beat. Just leave that stuff alone and get your stuff naturally. And they don't even mind if you use steroids. Because they can't tell under the, you know, it's not like, oh, look at that leg, look at that arm. They know you are, but they don't want you doing that immediate temporary stuff. That gets you immediately qualified. It sure does. Right? Okay, now, what advice would you give a teenager today who aspires to get in the bodybuilding? Don't compete until you're about 25 to 30, 25, 28 years old. They, there was a deep conversation going on these days that teenagers should not compete in bodybuilding because too many of them are getting into steroids. Too many of them are doing these drastic diets that hurt them. And you need to just train, eat, relax, grow. Wait till you become a man. And really and truly, it's not when you just turn 18. Tra your body goes through so many different changes Nourish yourself. You'll make more gains. You get into the competition, sometimes you could stunt your development because you're trying to be lean and ripped up and, and you're only 17, 18, 19. And that's the way I came up. That's why mentally I was just burnt out. It's like, I don't want to do this all this time. You should have a time as a young body to enjoy, but the lure of a trophy. And then what, what's good with the trophy? What, what is it going to do for you? Build a foundation. Build a foundation before you even compete. Do it for 10 years before you even think about getting up on the stage. That's what I wish I would have done. That's what I wish I would have done.
I would have had a way better body. But I've been in so many dozens of competitions that there was no time to rest and grow. Training hard, beating down your knees, beating down your elbows, beating down your wrists, just, you know, your, 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 your endocrine system. I never took drugs, but going on those lean diets can hamper your testosterone that you need. It's going to be there, but it's going to be less. You know what I mean? So that, that, that's when, when I was training in my leanest and in the pictures, I had a couple of bouts of impotence because there was nothing on me. I was, my fat was out of my diet, which was wrong. I should have just manipulated calories. I was overtrained. You know, when you're not healthy, your sex drive and your ability to perform is the first thing to go. To be honest, I wasn't walking around like that constantly, but every other week it's like, hey, what happened? <laughs> and that's what happens to bodybuilders when they get off their steroids. And there's a way to, to get off of it where you don't have a testosterone crash and your estrogen take over and you find yourself not as aggressive you're not interested in sex. You're not, you're just, you're training. You're just barely going through that. Guys, they come off them competitions and they slow down doing what they do. That's what happens. A lot of things more than meets, more than what meets the eyes, you know? Okay. What advice would you give a teenager today? Okay. You know, I, that's, that's when I just answer. What is the best diet for a bodybuilder? Eh, I would say, maybe I should say proportions. Maybe 20%, 25%, 20% protein. You decide what that is, but a lean protein. Um, 20% to 25% essential fats, healthy fats. And the other 60%, mostly com complex carbohydrates, and the rest, simple carbohydrates in the form of fruits. Can't go wrong with that. If you start trying to, I'm going to do 60% protein because the more protein I eat, the more, no, it doesn't work that way. You clog up your digestive system. And again, like I said, the mantra should be, it's not what and how much you eat, it's what you digest. It's not what you eat, it's what you digest and what your body is craving and crying for to rebuild. You don't decide that. Your body decides that. And you have to figure out what your body needs over time. I can't tell you the proportions, but I can give you the fundamentals and you figure it out by how you feel, how efficient your body is, also how efficiently you excrete what you eat. Because if you're eating too much meat or, or flesh, your body's going to talk to you in the form of constipation. It's too much. See? So there's a lot of things, and, and it entails that also. You listen to what your body's telling you. Mostly for the men with the sex drive, because we have to be erect. But if you're not feeling like doing that, or if, you're, if you don't feel like going to the gym, like, we all have mental days where we say, eh, better stay home, it's rainy. But if you have to drag yourself into the gym, you're on your way to overtraining and you need to figure out why you're lethargic because if you're doing everything right, you should be ready to rip them weights up, go in there and just tear it up. 
And it may not be that way all the time, but you should have a base level of enthusiasm to go in. Just like I said, you have good days, you have bad days. When you have good days, just don't say you had a good day. Why did I have a good day? And then replicate that. Figure out what it was that made you have a good day. Did you sleep a little later or get a little more late on time quiet? Were you quiet all day? Did you really absorb the meal that you ate? See? Eat for function, not for taste. But make what you eat taste the best that it can. These are things that go in. It's not just about weights and muscles. It's your whole total life balance. And the more balanced your life is and the more satisfying the other aspects of your life are, it'll make you a better bodybuilder. That's facts. I know that personally. Last question. Can anybody in decent shape become a bodybuilder? Yes. Yes. Get a doctor's checkup. Make sure there's nothing hidden under the surface. And take your time. Doesn't mean you're going to train for a year like the guy Steve Adell did and jump up on the stage after a year after bombing himself up with drugs. That is not a shortcut. Drugs are not a shortcut. Doesn't mean you're going to be the best this and best that. I've seen guys do steroids, lots of them, and it doesn't change the way they look. They just get a little puffy. <laughs> and here I was natural. I was busting my ass. Busting my ass ass every day for years see just to get to that one little point just to have a couple pictures that i'm older or mentioned on a couple of websites i'm in a whole bunch of magazines i have to find those magazines and order them there's sites that sell them i gotta remember them just by the cover alone different pictures too not just the same there's one shot from that same competition that i want to get i was smiling i was hitting the side ab shot my god my waistline when you see it, you'll be like, oh, damn. But I'm not into myself like that where even then I got good for me and I was cool with people. I wasn't big headed. When I got those trophies at first before I smashed them, I, um, I let the gyms hold them for a little while. I let the gym that I was representing hold it for a couple of months and I brought it back to my original gym and let them have it and display it. What good is it collecting dust? Nobody could see it. You know what I mean? Like that. Now, that's all of those questions. Let me look inside the chat room. Yes. Yes, I do. You know, if you want to ask me anything. And I could drop the link in also. Here we go. Here's a link if you want to come in. Yeah, and that's good, Oyama, because you don't need it. She says she doesn't consume meat anymore. You know, you don't, you don't really need it, but you have to, like, when you're doing body modification with your training, instead of just calling it body, you know, body molding, body shaping, body modification is the piercings. <laughs> you already got some of those. But what I'm saying is that when you're changing yourself over, you have to make sure you do get those amino acids. See, people don't know when they say protein. And I said protein, but protein you can't use. Protein must be broken down to amino acids to be able to be used. So even if you eat meat, it's got to be broken down. When you eat the uh, plant-based, you basically get amino acids. You get some type of incomplete proteins that combine, they can make a complete protein. So you don't have to worry about that. 
you know? Oh, okay, let me see. Lance, does bodybuilding shrink the male reproductive organ or does it make it bigger? Okay, here it is. Steroids will shrink it. And because bodybuilders take steroids, you see them. Women notice, you see when the chunks, oh, he got a big one. Oh, he got a little tiny one. He's so big, but it's so small. Now, when you're on steroids, oh my God. Not, I'm not going to say it makes it bigger, like it's just hanging bigger. But when you're erect, whether you're having intercourse or somebody's doing oral on you, this is going to be as huge as it, as it going to be. But it would be that way naturally if you weren't on the steroids, but the steroids make sure that's capacity. Kapoom! You know, men have their discussions about these things. <laughs> and even younger, you know, it's just like that. You know, but yeah, when you come off them steroids and if you keep pushing it and staying on testosterone, you need some time to get your body off of that stuff. Guys now are taking testosterone and not cycling it. Oh, man, I was looking at a program. I'm going to find it. And these middle aged dudes were taking like 3000 milligrams of testosterone and then stacking it with something else. It's not like they take one thing. They'll take multiple steroids. And in the future, as I find these programs, I say, remember the show we did on bodybuilding? Well, check this out. Because guys are looking different now than they were 50 years ago. And they have made advances in training and nutrition, but not like that. That's why you don't really see these guys really old and super healthy. When they stop, it's like just things disappear so fast and they just age so much. If I was doing them things, you know, I don't even think I look well for 60. I could be better because, you know, I just feel like I could be better and I will get better. But I would look tore up if I did them steroids all them years. I would not look the way I do. And this is not my best. It's not my best. Yeah. You know, but you can mess up your reproductive organs with steroids. And that's not even the worst of it. There's other substances that people take to harden their body, to rip off body fat, growth hormone. On the illegal market years ago, I knew guys that got growth hormones from the illegal market. And it was really, you know, it's from the cadavers, the pituitary gland of um, cadavers. And on the illegal level, you know, where it's not certified because it has to be this, you know, grade the, where it's the highest grade. I don't know how they do it because, I mean, I, I learned my stuff from hearsay and guys telling me stuff and seeing it. But there's some guys who can really break it down. If I can get one or two of my buddies from the past who were, you don't know their voice, maybe they want to change their voice around or something like that, they'll tell you. I know guys who shot up three and four times a day. It's crazy. It's crazy. I once knew a guy who, you know, a lot of guys who had passed out on stage after shows, heart attacks, different things. And these, you know, I, I didn't speak about it, but the psych, the psychological level aspect of bodybuilding, it can be an addiction. It can be no different than a heroin addict. But a heroin addict goes for the high that mellow out when they nod out 
with a bodybuilder goes through that rush and he's addicted to that and he becomes addicted to steroids. It's a psychological thing. They can't lay off the juice. They can't see themselves get smaller in between using steroids. They have to always be on it. And you're going to see more guys this year. I don't want it, but they're going to die. They're pushing it. They're pushing it. Your body doesn't even naturally produce that amount of steroids or hormones or testosterone. Sorry, not steroids, but testosterone. And it naturally decreases as you get older. Your hard ones are not going to be as stiff for men, I can't tell you the age. Some guys are popping babies out of 85. That's just the way it is. They might have been smoking and drinking all their life. Some guys, you know, 30-something years old, they're they, they losing it. So we can't put too much weight on that. My dick doesn't get as hard as it used to be. I want to commit suicide. Look, in this world where, especially with men, performance and you know, satisfy your lady or she'll run with the next man and all this dick phobia, man. It ain't like that in real life. What about the attributes of a man? You know what I mean? Like, like, like we put too much weight on this and these generations coming up now, it's going to be even worse. The Instagram generation, you can take photos on your phone in the gym when you're pumped up and you're 15, 16, 17, 18 years old and you take steroids to look a certain way. You become addicted to that. You already got so much hormones in your body. I mean, when I was 17, 18 years old, three, four, five orgasms a day. God, dog. The last one was weak now. <laughs> you ever see them pictures close up in the rainforest where there's a leaf and there's one little drop <laughs> standing independently all around? That was that last one. <laughs> oh, let me see the question here. What is the golden rule in bodybuilding, as far as I'm concerned? Oh, here comes Sister Miko. I'm off the camera. You, you want me to show you? Yeah. Okay. You good? Yeah. I got the clothes on. Okay. You, you, I'm saying, you want me to show you? I'm not hearing you. The phone has a lot of... I know what I need to do. Okay, because you phone, I can see you. Hold on. I have a Bluetooth on. Oh, okay. Let me turn it off. Okay, so you want me to show you? Your pump gear device is off. Goodbye. Okay, let me, let me, let me remove this. Okay, cool. Let me um show the world the beauty of me? me. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, here we go. Well, why it sounds so low? I don't know. Are you standing far away from the thing? Like the other day, it was really perfect sound. And turn it sideways so we can see the whole you. Like turn can it. You hear me yeah, it's good as I'm going to hear it, but it's better than what you had before at the Bluetooth. But but turn your phone sideways. You have it up and down. Turn it. Yes, yeah, so we can see. There you go. There you go. But I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? It's, you sound really low. Okay, I, I wonder what that is. But but go ahead and talk, though. Don't worry about that. I just wanted to ask you some questions about um, weightlifting because, you know, I'm an ex-fatty, and that's F-A-T-Y, T-T-Y, rather. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, 
as a matter of fact, I worked out today and I noticed that I need to work on my back more. <laughs> okay. And I'm not the type of person to be trying to do all them different exercises and lifting all them different. If I like something, that's what I do. So with okay. that being said, Sam for my way, I love doing lat pull downs. I love doing roll, you know, um, bench press and stuff like that. Right. Did that get redundant and tiring and I'll stop seeing results? Well, this is really what you have to do. Okay. It's like what you're hold doing on, now. Hold on, Lance. Let me, um, I got to put my Bluetooth and call it, man, sound like you whispering. Okay. Because folks in the, in the chat are saying I'm loud and I'm good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You sound a little robotic, robotic, like RoboCop a little bit, but it's your voice, though. It's, it's better than the Bluetooth. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to. It's okay. I, I still can't hear. Hold okay. on, Lance. Yeah, yeah. And, and for a second, <clears throat> let me go grab a water and let me go some release reason. some. So, so keep talking. I'll be right back. It's only going to take nine so seconds. I'm going to leave out and come back in. Okay. Because I can't hear anything. All right. Give me a second to run to the restroom real quick. And, and that's for everybody else. So in the meantime, I'm just going to play this, this uh, intro that I made that's incomplete. It's only like two minutes long. Hey, this is Oscar Gloria. You're listening to the Lance Herb Show. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Okay. I can hear you. I can hear you now. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, so um, let me just check the uh, comment section again. I think it was a question. Okay. Um, no, mixed genre is from where you stand. It's from where you are. You don't have to become someone else overnight. You start from the capabilities of where you are, and you don't have to push beyond. This is a long-term commitment when done right. When done right. right. I've seen do this right. Women do it right. Um, you push too hard, you go too imbalanced, you get too fanatical, you get an injury, you get discouraged. Just make it a regular part of your life. Um, that that lifestyle, that, yeah, exactly, exactly. And reward yourself, reward yourself a good time. Hey, you reach a goal, buy a dress, certain dress you wanted, the piece of jewelry, or a trip out, or go to the restaurant. Even a meal that you, you didn't have that you liked from childhood, you're not going to stop living. You see? I just stop. bought these today. Ah. <laughs> they ain't real, but they're real to me. 
That's all that counts, right? Because <laughs> I like to look good when I work out. I uh, <laughs> as far as like tomboy fitness, because when I'm mm -hmm. in the gym, I'm a chick with a dick. <laughs> So, you know, I, I enjoy that's why I get my aggression. I like today, I was listening to Plies Loading, I listened to Labusi, and it gets me to also understand the pain and the deep thoughts of the brothers. Because, ladies, if we was to listen to the music and just get past the anger and the, the sex part, our brothers are hurting. Like, wow, it's coming out in the music. But I'm so glad I got this um this show because I remember growing up with my uncle and he was mm -hmm. athletic. He um ended up flying to New York to do a walk-on with the New York Jets. That was back in the day, like wow. 60s, 70s. Right. And um, because he got on the wrong train and went the wrong way and he missed a tryout. But long story short, oh. he thought that he didn't like, I remember his oldest daughter was taking a weightlifting class and he got upset because he thought that women who lift weights would be, mm -mm. and now she is morbidly obese. As a matter of fact, she just turned 45 yesterday. This is the one who trained? No, this she was doing this in like middle school, lifting right. weights, and he didn't like that. He didn't like right. no no woman that lift weights. You can exercise, but if you pick up them damn um weights, he didn't like that because he didn't have the understanding that women can lift weight without balking up and right. looking like a man. Because right. I damn sure don't want to look no lady man. Right. <laughs> Use your body <laughs> multiple ways. You know, you get your muscle in the gym. Use it somewhere else. Right. You see what I mean? The stretching mm -hmm. is important also. Stretching will help you from getting an injury. Warming That's up. That's what I need to do. I don't stretch. Yeah. That's what I have to get into. Mm -hmm. But exercising, weightlifting has changed my life. Coming from being a fat girl, like I said, I had weight loss surgery. And um, that was 2012. And mm -hmm. I'm still a big girl. I, 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 matter of fact, I've been fasting for the last eight days. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing a lot of juicing. Whoop -a pops. Whoop. So as you see, I got um my on the juice in the back there. So I see and um I got another watermelon that I need to to juice. Ooh. But I get feel it. better when I get in the sauna, I sweat faster. I feel like my heart chakra has cleared up. I haven't mm -hmm. had any meat. Mm -hmm. uh, I was doing enemas. We mm -hmm. really dog our bodies out. Yes, we do. Right now, I'm sipping on some elderberry tea with some honey and um, I think whatever this I got from. I guess it's raspberry, one of them health food stores. So that's what I'm sipping on, sipping on my tea, listening. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. But how did this conversation come, come about? And I, I twist my hair up. I think I'm gonna start my own locks. There you go. No, well, um, we, we did the show the other day. What was the title of it? Um oh god, I forgot the title, but mix a, a genre phase was there, and we morphed into talking about other things. Mm -hmm. We put on an old video with Purify Love, then I put on another old video with Kelly Everts, 
That's the one lady who stripped for God, who used to be on all those talk shows and all that stuff. She's a very close friend of mine. And uh-huh. we did an interview like nine years ago. And I had spoken to her like up until like a year and a half ago. I just got to call her up and get her back on again because she's also long-winded. And she's a treasure chest of of all kind of information. Um, she's a little on 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 she got she got ten percent wackiness going on, but she's a good person. And uh-huh. when we spoke about that, we got deep into the afterward because we were speaking about bodybuilding in that interview. And um, she remembered me from the days when I was in shape, and she was kind of telling people, yeah, he was a hottie here, right? I ain't that no more. But <laughs> the thing oh. is that it, it got us back into that, and we started speaking about that. And I was speaking in the chat room. Well, I was speaking to the chat room. She was asking a lot of questions, and other people were also. And I said, okay, uh-huh. I promise you that I'll do a show on that. Just ask me anything. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what I know. Uh-huh. You know, oh, right, right. Black Lives Matter, right. You're right, Gifty. Wow. What brains we have here. Gifty <laughs> asked you, do, do you feel, do you, do, does she still feel hungry on the eight-day fast? That's what Gifty asked you. Um, when I do, because on Thursday, because I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, and you know when you fasting, you start feeling, you start having those detox systems, the lightheadedness, the dizziness, and um, the hunger pains. My liver mm-hmm. went to tap dance, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, and I just started talking to her because of the meat, the alcohol, the, the right. marijuana, you know, just really abusing my body, the right. negative thoughts. But when I do eat, I made sure I just juiced. I just, right. I made, as you see, all that juice in there. That's what I was drinking on. And I just made it do what it do. Um, last night, I made a pot of, I call it my um, root soup, which <laughs> consists of um, <laughs> sweet potato, the, the orange uh-huh. one, the Japanese sweet potato, the purple one. I love rutabaga. <laughs> and what else I had? And I had a regular Ruskin potato. So I sauteed the onions and all that kind of stuff. I had some fresh bay leaves. So I made me a nice soup. So that's what I was eating. Right. And it was fulfilling, you know. Right. But I also noticed when I, I said, okay, well, I'm not going to eat from 12 midnight to 12 again the next day. But um, it's not that I'm doing it for weight loss. That's just a given. But right. as you see, I'm clear, cleaning my, my candles. Right. But we have to start taking our health way more serious. You do not want to find yourself behind that white ball. And notice I ain't say eight ball. Because if you think you can't afford it now, try being sick. Mm-hmm. And laid up in somebody's hospital. <laughs> yeah, with a damn bill you can't afford. And you're really going to be sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just even watching the documentary on Netflix, What the Health, these people know what they're doing to us. When I walked into Family Dollar, or the Dollar Tree, or that dang store, it ain't no Dollar Tree, it's a Dollar 25. That's what they should have called it, Dollar 25 tree. <laughs> and I'm looking at this sister, and you could tell she all swole. Now, when I was, before I started fasting, my eyes, like I must have put too much salt or something because I, I woke up like I was drunk like this morning. 
cause <laughs> the swelling. And just, boy, that meat now. Don't get me wrong. Every now and then I may take me a, a rib sandwich or something. But is mm. it worth it, though? My yeah, blood pressure eat. went from went from 140, 150, sometimes 160 over eh, to in the one teens, over 70s in the last eight days. That documentary wow. said you can change, reverse your health in 14 days if you go to a plant-based lifestyle. Notice I didn't say diet. Right, right, lifestyle, exactly. Yeah, and then all it is is self-control. And Lord knows, sometimes I don't have none because I don't want to have any self-control. Let me put my glasses on because I can't see that. It's a mental detox of, of, of growing up in this society because... We were born into a crooked container. And so we're going to pick up some deeply rooted ways. Oh, yeah. Shake. But this is this is what I've learned from that. What you just said that you don't want to be just in those days because you're going back. But, but more and more, when you do those in regular intervals, whether it's a week or two in between, you'll feel worse after because you know how good it is to feel good from what you're doing. So that is good in a way, because now. You have less desire now for that. Right. And you think, like, I'm going to feel bad. First thing out your mind is, like, I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel bloated. I'm going to feel, I don't want to feel that way. You may still, and, and again, maybe two months from now, you might do that. But it's going to be far and few between. Right. Especially since you can control and doing things in your own kitchen. People are more susceptible when they're not doing their own cooking and find their own home things they like. When you get connected to the home cooking and whatever it is you want. Like you said, you like rutabaga and you like this type of sweet potato and that's a find what it is you, you like because McDonald's and Burger King and, and Pizza Hut ain't going to change. But you can take different foods and different combinations. We got YouTube now. You, you can have exotic dishes and you can have them and alter the recipe to fit your lifestyle. You'll be like, okay, this is too much salt in this. I'm going to remove that. Or I can't yeah. put cream in this i'm going to use something else that emulates cream you see what i mean so you, you you can do you're so free to do these things with our mind is programmed i'm hungry let me go over there yep. where the big man is i'm hungry instead of stocking your home with the things you need to be like you know we get home right get home i'm gonna cook this and do that and a little nice tea to sit this you can't get that and when you do get that somewhere else you're gonna have to pay right I you mean, see? we in the conscious community, the woke, the awakened, I'm speaking from experience. I remember going into the fitting rooms, TJ Maxx, Walmart, whatever store, and not loving what I saw looking back at me in the mirror. And I had all the control, but I did not want to take control. It wasn't what I was eating. It was what was eating me. Wow. How can what? I be? Yeah. And I got that from Les Brown. Wow. How can I be a role model? And I am out of fucking control with my weight. How can I be a nurse and tell you about your health? And I'm in there weaving and motherfucking wobbling, limping and hopping. My stomach bigger than yours and I ain't even pregnant. The part trying to, the blind lean the blind. 
you know, but even with the weight loss surgery, yeah, you can eat right through that shit. You can drink high calorie foods, you know, carbs, all kind of stuff. And it's like, once I, I'm telling you <laughs> that, that white girl in um, England, thank you, Charlotte. Had she not called me a big fat black bitch. Hmm. When I tell you just looking at myself in the mirror today in the gym, baby, when I tell you I am so proud of the work that I done, my my BBL, it was built by lifting. <laughs> People always tell me, you got a big old booty, you just, but all of that was fat because I got pictures and we could do a whole show with those before and after pictures of when my booty was flat. With them gray mm. pants on, and then so, I had on that red halter top, and that's all beef, baby. That's all work. I call it the Nipsey Hustle booty because I did that. I built that booty on the Victory Lap 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Big bro, I put in wet with, for that booty. I damn near blew out my fucking knees squatting wrong. <laughs> I even matter of fact. I'm going to turn this light on. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, I'm glowing, but that's because I'm fasting. So I didn't want to pay for a personal trainer. I went and got the weightlifting gym buddy journal, your pocket personal trainer. And it's about, um, we're not advertising nobody, but it's about habit nest. Right. You go in the gym, you scared and confused. You intimidated. Trust me, we're looking at you too, especially me. Don't go in there doing working out wrong. Like Lance said earlier, you don't want to exercise wrong because you're going to end up hurting yourself. So the right. day was back day. This book tell you, I just, this is one of the many books I have. This is workout number 24, legs and forearms. So, hey, I'm not a goddamn exerciseologist. So I'm going to go to my workout extra 24. Oh, we working out the legs and arms. So, I'm going to mm -hmm. be looking at this to the night before because guess what? I don't know nothing about no exercising. So, okay, we're going to do leg press, set one rep. So the goal is either 10 to 15. It even tell you how much weight you put on there. So when it, this workout come around again, you can look back and say, oh, well, last week I bitch pressed 150. There so you now go. you want to probably want to go 155. You don't want to go down. So then hack squats. This shit blow my this this is really this really hurt my knees. I don't know if I'm not placing my feet right, but or alternative weighted lunges, alternative deadlifts for the leg press, quad extensions, hamstring extensions. Um, they give you four sets, right? And the fourth set is optional. Then you come over here to exercise five, calf raises, reverse grip um barbell curls, barbell twist up. It shows you everything you need to do. It take the gas out of it. Exactly. This is what helped me after I left my personal trainer in California because right. I knew how it made me feel mentally. This shit here is better than any Prozac, better than any goddamn drink alcohol. It don't have side effects. I mean, you'll be a little slow, especially if your toilet sit too goddamn low to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start doing them legs and you're trying to get up, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and like Lynn say, stretch. That's something I need to literally start doing. Like, especially them inner damn thighs. <laughs> I remember one day I was getting a pap smear. 
And the doctor say, Miss Keegan, relax your legs. I say, they all relax. You come out and let them. I said, honey, that's the false cell going that you want to turn around and do it from the back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, look at him. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Mm-mm. I'm working on it. I want them to be like this here, but they like this here. And that's okay. As long as they like this here. And even with this here. I'm still working on but I can still see, you know, my little, but I need to change my diet. So now I'm, I'm fasting right. to start anew. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying you, to help somebody. You, you, got a, you got a good old natural BBL. Yes. Homegrown. I've, I've and yes, I, I and, didn't and I, get it from I, my mama. Yeah, but I, I wasn't I, sneaking. I looked at you. I was you like, can't help. You can't help but to see yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Can't. I know. It's obvious. But, but like but, I said, and I didn't get it from artist. my mama because my mama had a flat booty. <laughs> no, but I'm an artist. So when I looked at your <laughs> ass, I looked at it in a very artistic and way. And I'm serious about my shit. <laughs> no, I know you. Are. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Erica Badu called you. You said you an artist, and she said I'm oh, an right, artist, right. and I'm serious about my shit. You better call Tyrone. <laughs> so even looking uh, at the women in my family even on my grandmother's side mm-hmm. either they have long legs, a short torso, big boobs flat hips, wide hips so I'm asking where the hell I get this shape from because it's <laughs> not my mama Um, I'm not sure how my mother's mother was shaped but from the pictures of her sitting down she seemed like she you know had a little wide back you know, right. but the way I get this shape from this mm-hmm. hourglass, I have no idea. But whoever it was, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you, ancestor, for giving that ass to me. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Insurance rate go up because there's so many accidents. <laughs> I I'm know. It would happen because I got the BBL built by mm. lifting. Got my BBL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I love that Smith machine. Get your ass on that Smith machine. Learn how to position your feet. If your knees yeah. say, mm-mm, bitch, back the fuck up. Yeah, Reposition, this is- reset. Because, honey, mm. you'll blow them damn knees out. Yeah, but the Smith machine is great for that. And it's mm-hmm. on that groove, and you can put your feet in front of you in a way that you yep. can't do regular squats. The hack squat, um, y- y- you have to reposition your legs to hit certain parts. Right. For that teardrop over the knee for the outward sweep, um, you can put them up higher and close together and work more the hips. It's mm-hmm. really a great, versatile way of doing things. Another way to get your legs really blasted out now before you even get on the Smith machine is do, do some really strong contractions on the leg extension after you stretch and warm up get a leg extension and it kills off the front of the quad but oh. then you, get, you get on there and you use the rest of your hips and your thigh and your, your hamstrings and it will further blast the quadriceps and when you do that right after you, you warm up and do a good four or five sets of that start out lighter but really flex on the top take your time coming down on the negatives 
do mm-hmm. four or five minutes in a woman and get right on the Smith machine and tell me okay. you don't feel it on your leg. And right over your knee gonna be hanging. Meaning okay. you pumped, and when you get down to that Smith machine too, flex on top. Even if you're leaning back a little bit, uh, reposition your legs different ways, but but stick with it one way, one workout, and gradually change it around back and forth. But mm-hmm. leg extensions, um, Smith machine, mm-hmm. whatever else, the hack squat will bring it on home. And your legs I even have, I even have the hex bar, the one that you step in, right, right, on the side, and you pull up and you squat. Yeah, and I yeah. like that because it guarantees, in mm-hmm. my opinion, to give you that perfect form, form. So, but right. you still got to be mindful of them damn kneecaps. And yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I injured my knees when exercising. My knees mm-hmm. was injured when I was walking around here damn that 300 pounds. Right. Right. So now when I get when I got out of the 200 club, my feet was like so fuck. Now that I'm I think I'm 220 I was 223 when I started before I started back introducing like food <laughs> into my um, my diet since I've been fasting. I'm still fasting and um but I'm very King on what I'm eating now. So the scale, because you know, your body at first is scrambling for, oh, what, what's the fuck going on? We used to eating. So you're going <laughs> to drop that weight. So then, next thing you know, it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got some, some plateau. Now, what we doing here? Hold on, uh uh-uh, uh, don't move a muscle, because we got to see if this bitch finna die or we finna get something to eat. Guess what? <laughs> you know how they say you got to trick the body, you running, and then you right. got the intervals. Right. I'm going to blast his ass tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a blast. By the time I, and I don't want, you know, to the point where I'm hurting myself. No, I ain't that dang no stupid. But all I know is when I seen that documentary in 14 days, them three mm-hmm. people on there, that lady that was 61 looked like she was headed to the graveyard. The lady wow. said that her uh, cardiac marker blood test. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being like a three something, that's already on the verge of heart attack. Three something. Yeah. This helper yeah. was walking around at a 10. And I don't mean let's get ready to rumble 10. Bitch, you finna die. Right. So don't get it. Don't wait till it get to life and death. Now you wanna right. pull out your black eyed peas and your, uh-huh. <laughs> your black rice. No, do that shit now. People gonna laugh at you. Oh, you ain't, what you on the diet? No, I'm just changing my lifestyle because one day, although we all going, you know, take a trip at the front of the church or whoever you're going to go, but ain't no <laughs> sense of going before it's time. If no, you can help it, you in all control. You have a smoother ride and a better ride. And as you take mm. that sip, I'm going to say two things. For those who never saw the Miko BBL, she has a BBL and it's proven right in the screen right now. Those sunflowers on top of your cabin has got to be male because when you first came on um, and, and you're bent over on that counter, all of them are facing looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you in your own house stare at that. Lord of mercy. Back shot, back shot. Exactly. But sunflowers turning this Especially one in the corner right there, almost falling off. I'm very proud of myself because now Seriously. I can talk. Because 
I, I, yeah, I, 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 people, I thought I was taking a shortcut. Like I say, the weight loss surgery is not a fucking shortcut. Cause if, right. if, if you still, cause you got to run, why are we overweight? A lot of us dealing with childhood issue traumas that's not being healed. I've been doing a lot of spiritual baths since I've been fasting, um, mm -hmm. releasing, writing, decreeing and declaring. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. So you just have to do what you need to do for you. But I'm just telling you what to do it for me and what is working. So right. I get my little white candles and I write my little, dec I decree to declare and, and, and I declare water and whatever, how this ain't burn good because it's a cheap ass candle. But um, this is what's helping me. Because any other time I'd be, <laughs> I'm so relaxed. I'm able to get my, like you say, downloads, uploads. It's to the point where I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. It's too much. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, I can't think. Wait, 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 wait. What's that? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I even um, sitting at my altar meditating. Hands been itching. My left hand been itching. That mean what? I'm finna get some. I don't give a damn what it means. It means I'm finna get some money. You know, mm -hmm. you know how they say your left hand itching or your hands itching? Exactly. But sitting at the altar. And if you're, if you're a spiritualist or have a, whatever, you in tune with spirit, your ancestors, I heard, I, I was saying my spiritual team, spiritual team, everybody saying spiritual team, baby, we your posse, we your spiritual posse. And mm -hmm. I said, posse? <laughs> so remember the old movie with uh, Mario Van People's posse? And then I said, my posse is on Broadway. So I had to look up the word posse. Then Spirit gave me confirmation in the Bible, 2 Kings 6, 16 through 17, when Elijah then was about to fight and the people he was with, the, the, it was like, because they was unbelievers. I ain't talking about no Jesus, I'm just saying. Right. And right. he said, Lord, open their eyes that they may see. So when God opened their eyes, they saw a camp around them that they was protected. The other day, Friday, when I was going to work, I seen a fucking bald eagle. Now he was flying mighty then. I said, now that can't be an eagle because he's flying too fucking low. Right. But my eyes know that was an eagle. I went to my spiritual oracle deck, my animal spirit. I said, wow. And it was telling me how my spiritual team is protecting me. So yeah. how can I be protected if I'm always out doing some shit ain't got no damn business? Oh, I eat healthy, but I snort cocaine. Like Dick Gregory said, you know, Dick Gregory said when he was doing the interview, the lady asked him, well, did you get permission from your doctor about um, fasting? He said, people don't ask their doctor permission to snort cocaine. You don't get your doctor permission to do that? Shit. Did you call your doctor and say, can I snort this coke? Can I take this fit now? No. See, we got our priorities all fucked up. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just tired of stopping and starting and having to start all over and do all. Of, I've just seen a quote from Mike Tyson. He said, "People laugh at you for having to start all over, but the crazy part, they ain't never started." Ah, uh. I saw that on Facebook before I logged on to see who was live today, and that show yesterday was awesome. 
I'm very glad, uh, Nico, that you could really absorb what I'm, my, my wisdom because people did, they thought I was an animal before, but now they realize that all I've been through that, you know, and that's why on the Landscape show, I don't really watch him that much because he's from New York too. It doesn't bedazzle me, but you, boy, you're fine as hell. You've been through a lot. I like your talk and you know, I got money again. You know, my wife don't got to know, but um, I'm coming out there to see you, Nico. <laughs> no, thank you, Mike. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I was listening to the song, like I was saying, Loading by Plies, and he had a verse in there. He said, Dang, I can't remember the actual quote, but he said, I'd rather jack my meat because some of these give it up way too easy. Mm-hmm. We are living in a world where we are overly stimulated. Mm-hmm. It don't matter whether it's social media, music. It's it's just crazy. And now this these eight days since I've really been taking a look at what I've been doing in life. I was, you know how sometimes you think a bitch after you, it's your motherfucking ass. Like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> no, just I done fast before, but this one is different. How can I help you if I can't even help and save my motherfucking self? That's right. How can I tell you about this book? Uh, somebody gonna get this book on Lance Curve Show. I'm telling you, it's, it's some around the corner. You know, people. I want to lose ten pounds before my birthday. Thirty pounds, girl. You should have started that shit last year. That's why we never finish because we always trying to get that quick fix. Yeah. I tell people about animals. Go to Amazon, get that animal bucket, wash mm. your ass. <laughs> you around here licking ass. You you licking behind the balls and shit. Tossing <laughs> salads. Y'all doing girl on girl, threesome, treesomes, all this shit, and you won't even clean your ass. That's gonna save you from cancer. <laughs> I know. But that's how we do, though. Don't get me started. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's how it ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me. No, right, you know, no I know. Every, right, everything, no. everything for everybody. You know, just like everybody ain't going to like me. My sister asked me the other day. She said, well, how does it feel knowing that people, you know, don't like you? I don't have no feelings. That Why ain't none said- of my motherfucking business. Right. Because, she, you know, because she noticed my growth. I still talk shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. God damn, Bentley. He done fighting himself. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he been fighting his ass off. But anyway, whew. But, right on um, time talk. God damn. <laughs> <Shit>. On cue. <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. You know what he said? He needs you know a he No, no, no. You know what he said? Oh, you, you, don't, you don't look ass? You're going to smell some ass right now. <laughs> God dang with his glass. He smell like a big ass dog. But um <laughs> just seeing my growth. Even though right. I may black backslide and do the moonwalk sometimes, but I know even if I reach back and stick my hand to the plow, I know I can't stay there. Although I go to that cemetery and visit my ancestors, I know <laughs> I can't stay there. When I leave, their the remains is still there. The spirit comes with me. But mm-hmm. 
just to go to the actual, their final resting place. Just think about when you take shit out to the trash can. When I take out this shit here, because I went to uh, Sam's, mm -hmm. you think I'm going to go right back out there two days later and go get this shit up out of that door. I'm done with it. Right. Be done with it. Take the trash out and like they said, Jamaica, make it stay. Left it. <laughs> you know, but that goes with relationships, situationships. Like I say, a lot of us need to learn how to let a lot of shit go. Right. Because it's holding us back. It's putting strain on our health, our heart. Big time. Drink your water. Oh, I don't drink no water, but you eat ass, though. Water <laughs> will save you. That ass will kill you now. <laughs> I'm telling you. Shoot, man, look at him. Uh, it, it, it's just amazing. You know, I, I thank God for this show. I really do because oh. it has really changed my life. Now, I ain't been this calm in a long time. Last time I was by the, by the sucking on me, a motherfucking corona. <laughs> it's all about evolution and, and, and you can't be called out for being on a certain level that you've that you've left behind you know right how can I go back and tell somebody who was doing the same thing I was doing now I'm on the other side of town doing it big and you coming up the rough side thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna have, I had to get it all together before I can open this here. No, baby, but one thing, you don't want to look like an asshole in the fucking food. <laughs> oh, you done smoke crack, you finish with crack, you tell everybody crack is whack, show me the receipts, and next thing you know, you back there. <sighs> Can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, we slip up, we make mistakes, yeah, but yeah. when you fall, you got to come back just as hard as that last fall. With uh, Donna McClurk, we fall down, but we get up. Or saying ain't number the center who fell down, but got up. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you got to stop tripping over that same bullshit. Cause only thing change is the fucking date and time, and the, the situation of the person. That's right. Listen to that song. Anybody out there applies loading. <laughs> Shit, he say some of these niggas when you got money. Everybody um, with you, something like that. And he said, them niggas groupies and something. And then he started talking about the women. I said, hmm. <laughs> I know about Wyatt. You ain't got shit to give a motherfucker. <laughs> your opinions is just that. Your opinion. <laughs> so, you know, that's your life. You live it. I just don't want to be an old motherfucking fool. That's I was right. watching. What was that show? Martin. Martin was dragging his feet by marrying Gina. And that dude, an old dude, he said, somebody, I done been a fool before. He, he said, you know what's the difference between somebody fool, he say, an old fool. You got men in Lance age around here thinking they're younger than the motherfucker. You should be an example to these young men coming up in these young boys. There you go. As women, I'll be 48 in a couple of months. I need to be an example to the 25-year-old on my job. That's my daughter age. Right. Who thinks right. when the white girl smile, oh, she nice. I said, I damn pulled my goddamn wig off. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I can tell she wasn't raised by me. Anybody can smile on your motherfucking face until you cross them. That's why when it, I don't even bust my damn, I ain't even gonna waste. It ain't worth the squeeze. <laughs> even spirit has been dealing with me on that. Everybody have issues, but they always put it on us. Everybody have issues. But we're the dumping grounds. They yeah. dump on. Mm -hmm. White people get abused just as much, if not worse, than we do. Yes. But they have one thing we don't have. This white dress, that skin. They got the complexion for the protection for the collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This girl at my job showed me a video that some white girl sent her friend that they went on a group date. Like, you know, we girls, we going out. And all of a sudden, this girl had the audacity to send this other girl a video looking like Jeffrey Domino. Domino talking about my friend, your friend, and you ain't calling. But everybody know you got a man. If you can pick up the phone and call him every day, you can call me. I say, see, that's some white people shit right there. Black folks, <laughs> do, if you don't call me, bitch, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So there, there is a difference. And you got to realize everything they said that we don't have, we got, that's them. No soul. They ain't even got no. Matter mm. of fact, we having a first annual Juneteenth celebration at the job. Thanks to me. Wow. They ain't going Cubans and Puerto Ricans so excited to bring their baby daddy people them food. Some girl cooking the collard greens with, uh, she said neck bones. I ain't eating that. <laughs> One girl bringing the cabbage, macaroni and cheese, sold not the Mexican style or the box kind, but black folks kind. I said, so now what's the colors? Red, black, and green. Well, what the colors? For? Oh, yeah. I said, this is our first annual. She said, first an annual? I said, yeah, because it won't be the last. I said, because y'all glossed all over us uh, Black History Month. Then we went up to Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Then you went to St. Patrick's. Then the Easter Bunny. Now we're coming into Juneteenth. What the hell are we going to have? And I said, ain't nobody better not bring no damn watermelon. No watermelon and no fried <laughs> damn chicken. <laughs> and everybody eat watermelon and fried chicken. But yeah. But that's all I had to say. I know we was talking about bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, but when you, when you come on, no matter what the topic is, it's always good exchange and, and reflection, and, and you put your spin on it. Your sister Miko, you know how many shows you got we've been doing? About two. <laughs> how you say it? Shit me. Shit me. Shoot. Good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's been a ride, in a good ride. A good ride. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <coughs> I tell you. <clears throat> God is good. Won't he do it? <clears throat> Dave, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. What is 2, 3 in the morning over there? <coughs> uh, no, just 118. <coughs> That's this. <coughs> oh, yeah, because the time fell back. <clears throat> Yeah, four difference. Four hours difference. Are right. they going to go back to five? Or are they going to keep it at four? 
they said they were supposed to leave it, but we're gonna find out. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know why pink cousins don't know what the fuck they want to do. <laughs> they, they, they can't make up their mind. They got to be always starting something in my Michael Jackson voice. Always. Want to be starting something? They just need to just sit down somewhere and just let the world be. Mm. But um, we definitely got to get our, our health. Health yes. as well. Ain't no sense you out there chasing the bad, going working for the man day and night, and your ass sick. Cause you're gonna spend all your livelihood trying to get well and spending. The, if I was a cardiologist and a and the endocrinologist, the diabetic doctor, you think I want your motherfucking ass healed? I need you sicker than the motherfucker. The sicker the better, because baby. <laughs> I got this guy now Rio did uh what that Rio whatever that little place over there in Brazil. I need to go on vacation. Yeah. I need to I I I don't want you well. I don't. Right. And people, oh witchcraft and this, that, that, that baby, every time you go in that kitchen and put them goddamn lorry <laughs> seasoning salt, salt and pepper, you're practicing alchemy. Because you're changing the damn chicken to something more greater. <laughs> that's spiritual alchemy. That's witchcraft. Now, white people, that's salt and pepper, that's a little witchcraft. <laughs> hey, but if you cover this motherfucker and you <laughs> got all of this. <laughs> there you go. Now, that's alchemy. You know, mm. man, that's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. So, wow. <clears throat> heal yourself. Heal thyself. Our bodies need it. Our babies need it. We need to show our children a better version than us. And I think the broker the person is, the more broken you are, the better. Because <laughs> when you come around that corner healed with your head head high, and I hear my spirit saying, like the 10 that Jesus healed and only one came back praising him. Now this church, but just make it take, take all that out of that and and see, because back in the day, everybody should talk about Nico. Nah, Mm -hmm. there was every car I had got in an accident. I either had to park my ass to get in and out the bitch to drive the drive to drive the car. I had to get on the passenger side and I was not small at all. And I don't care how cute my hair was, how arched my eyebrows. I was, to me, I was still, I I did not feel attractive at all because I did not like how I I felt like an oomph loomph. And this is just dressed kind of big, but I, I, I didn't feel beautiful. And here I am looking at my beautiful daughter. I created this. I'm looking at my mom. I ain't no ugly chick, but God, look at Missy Elliott. Now, that girl is gorgeous. Weight mm-hmm. ages your ass. It's killing us. Yeah, seriously. Come on. We can do it. Hell. So if I can do though. it, yeah, we mm-hmm. are. 
We are. Because we got to go to work. I don't have time to work out. You got time to take your ass to work. I had a, a midwife Saturday, Monday morning when I got off. It's all in my motherfucking business. I thought she was a lady man, but maybe she got two kids, but that don't mean none these days. But she looked more like a man than a lady, but she's a woman. But she looked, she got very masculine energy going on. Mm -hmm. So she asked me, oh, so what do you do on your, your days off? I said, work out. I said, ain't no way I'm going to give these people <laughs> three days, 36 hours of my life and go home and sleep on myself. Like Nipsey Hussle said, you ain't tired. You, your ass uninspired. Get excited about your life. Mm -hmm. You might as well go ahead and live because you're going right. to die anyway. A lot of people already dead. They just ain't there yet. And I was one <laughs> of them. <laughs> but I had to say, Miko, come and thou forward fist. <laughs> Man, I wanted it so bad. Lee. I was sleeping on my motherfucking self. But one thing for sure, regardless if you do something or not, that clock going to tick tock. That's why I don't fuck with tick tock. Listen to the name. Tick tock. Tick motherfucking tock. We'll spend four hours on that motherfucking social media, mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook. I even pull it back on that. Read a book like uh, Pimp C. Read a book, you uh, illiterate son of a bitch. Build up your vocab. <laughs> Man, look at him. You know, get you some good music. Man. Oh, the music. Oh, yeah. Start and somewhere. See, this, is what, this is what people don't understand. A lot of times when they get on social media trying to be a creator, like when you play baseball and you hit that ball out there, you don't run the first base and sit down. No, you, you run don't. Around second, third, you try to come back home. Right. You create and drop. You create and drop. Get off the pot. You don't go to the bathroom and sit there for four hours after you took a dump. You get up and Your you get back into your you feet keep gonna moving. go numb. Exactly. What's the next level? What's the next thing? I created this. What's the next? What's the next topic? What are we gonna discuss? How are we gonna keep our minds moving? But mindlessly just sitting there with your thumb with mindless things. How many asses are you gonna see shaking on Instagram or TikTok? And fight. how much can you hear that's pretty much might not be the truth? Why can't we be real and connect with each other on a real level? Like this, I, look, I can sit here for hours right here on, on YouTube talking with you, talking with the chat room because we're real people. Right. <clears throat> and another thing, mm -hmm. if, if I want to find somebody right now to go down to 31 and Grand and get my drink on and say I pay, I can find that. But let me oh, yeah. wake up in the morning and call that same person and say, you want to come over here and work out with me? Up, child. Ooh, e, I, you got all the excuses in the, you start weeding people out like that because you will be more successful with two or three people on the same. How can two walk together unless they agree? We going Bible now. <laughs> the value of a friend. But yes. if you can find somebody to get in some shit, you should be able to find them same people to get you out that shit. You got two girls that need to lose 100 pounds. You mean to tell me y'all can't tag team and help each other be each other accountability partners. That's right. So I had to go at it alone because I ain't had no, I looked all over, couldn't find no, that's the old guy. Look at them, look at them arms. Look at that shit. Why? You don't see that shit. 
<laughs> hey, don't make me do that. What that? How they? I want to get into that posing. I ain't, oh, I don't I'm, think I'm doing it right. What? How that shit go? Oh shit! Ah! I'll show you. I was an excellent pose. I choreographed my stuff to music and everything. You froze up on me. Is it just me? Or is it that you get knocked off? Hold on, Lance. Okay, uh -huh, yeah, I'm yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, my phone had called nine motherfucking one one. Oh shoot. Yeah. Damn devil. So what's that pose? Whatever this shit is. I follow that one girl that be teaching them how to and that tooted up booty pose. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm looking for me an exercise, buddy. But if not, I'll do it by motherfucking self like the little red hen book. These stories I be telling y'all and coming up with, y'all research that shit. You be like, oh, so that... Man, I grew up since the age of 12 without a mother. And I tell you, it hadn't been easy. I was sitting on the dock of the bay right here behind my... I call it the dock of the bay. I can't close my eyes and meditate. I want that damn alligator George coming out the goddamn water. <laughs> and I was just thankful that, damn, who knew I would be here today? Because, baby, <laughs> life, it'll learn you. What's the Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire song? Uh, about Which a one? child is born with a heart of gold. But the way yeah, of the no. world make his heart turn cold. Hearts of fire. Mm -hmm. Love desire. Keep you <laughs> higher, higher. He say always uh, uh, stay, stay a child a child at heart. Matter of fact, when that, I get off this and shit, we finna be a simple day. Wow. <laughs> you see how they took our music and now we yep. <laughs> what are they Nah, they got a whole oh, fucking disco, but they took music. That's the highest, one of the highest form of vibration. Right. But nah, we down here, scrub the ground. You know what I'm saying? I knew that shit was coming. But when I yeah. wanna, I Worse. go back to the old school. Got to. Don't white, don't white folks knew what they was doing. That's why they trying to, I was just listening on, looking on Instagram, where whoever stay in Miami, Liberty City, they, that's ground zero. It don't flood the nine of folks trying to up. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me them niggas, the projects? Now, how we gonna get they doing the bird man hand rub? How we gonna get these niggas off this land and build condos? Because now you want the beachfront property way in front of the beach, but the damn water keep eating your shit up. See? See that? That's what they do. That's what they're going through right now down in Liberty City. Because they ground zero. Wherever there's blood by real estate. Man, we, we especially one thing for sure. We got to get to a point where we got to know that everybody that come with us, can't go with us, and everybody that watching ain't going. And we got to be okay with it. We got to be definitely Mo3. Mm -hmm. Just one of them days, thinking about my past relationships, people talked about me, but I'm okay with it. 
some of your kids ain't going with you. <laughs> right I'd be that. goddamn if the motherfucking goddamn house burning down and I don't win in that bitch and pulled you out the safe and you run your ass biking up. Guess what? Maybe I'll see you at the motherfucking crossroad. Because I ain't running back in there the second time. The first time I made sure you had your ass got out. The second time you run back into the sink. Mm -hmm. you know, they say the first time is an accident. The second time you meant to do that shit. A lot of us know we need to leave that relationship, but we trying to milk it. Milk it, milk it. <laughs> Five-fold milk. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> Let somebody else have that motherfucking headache, whether it's a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. Leave it. Hmm. Talking about some motherfucking sex. Go fuck yourself. Shit me. Mm -mm. <laughs> hey, Snoop Dogg said, ain't no coochie good enough to get burnt up while up in it. Fuck out of there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Big bro. Big bro, let me tell you something. I know I was a good mother. Now, I was, I was very strict. And I, I, I believed in the five-fold ministry. And it didn't take all that. But my daughter, and I made my mistake. And she seen it. And she seen me. Like she said, she called me the um, underdog on top. But now, I let her live her life. When she got going through something, she'll call and tell me. And then when I'm trying to tell her that what I think and feel is right. And she, hey, 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 hey. I just shut up. Because at the end of the day, that's your motherfucking life. Mary J said, take a look at my life and see what I see. It's still your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like I could we coming on here telling you, like that show yesterday, that brother was 100% on point. He talked so much to the damn phone cut off. He had uh, forgot to charge the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm all in Walmart, man. I, I couldn't even shop because I'm texting. <laughs> but everybody ain't going to be saved. That's right. And we got to be okay with that. Just know when they come on and try to fuck with the woke and the awaken and the conscious and the whatever, take your right. unconscious ass over there before you be looking at the roses from the roots. And we got to be okay because when you come and join our organization, and I ain't saying no organization, but you know, when you come over here, that's just like when you go to somebody's house. Now, how your mama let you run around in her shit? And tell her shit. But when you come over to Miss Miko house, we don't do that here. And if your mama got a problem with me talking to you and, and getting up in your personal space, y'all can take the y'all ass the fuck home where you tear up your shit up. Cause over here we got rules and regulations. You know, that's why they got red light, green light, yellow light. Run your ass through the red light if you want to. You'll keep getting away with it for a little bit. You just worry about getting the ticket. Nah, bitch, you're gonna kill yourself or kill somebody else with that yeah. bullshit. Exactly. All right. And I ain't talking about the red light special. <laughs> it's time to stop. A lot of us know somebody on here knowing you don't look in that mirror this morning like <laughs> hold on. Damn. I look pregnant. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. You tired. Go ahead and Michael Jackson to make that change. <laughs> Rico froze up on my I, end. Okay, no, you're uh, back. no, no, oh, what okay. I did, I'm gonna have to 
my damn buttons. I had to. I got to turn the phone the other way. But oh, okay. Um, we the only ones can do it. I was waiting these last eight days, and I've been on the show a long time. I'm telling you, you don't know what people going through. That's right. I realized that it's just you. And you ain't, it ain't even you and Tupac. He even said it was me against the world. It's just you. If I don't do it, the shit won't get done. If I never make my bed and it'll never get made. Unless I pay somebody to come in here and make it. Money ain't the root to all evil. It's the love of money. You could have a billion dollars sitting in the motherfucking in the back closet like on the movie Soul Food. Yep. They thought Unk was crazy, all that money, and it went to the house, caught on fire. He come out that room with that shit. <laughs> hey, he went too motherfucking crazy, you know, to save the motherfucking money. That's right. You know, save your fucking stuff. Give it a shot. Take one day at a time. Today, I'm going to fast for two hours or five hours. When you get hungry, you look at Deuteronomy 8.18. I said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing. Which one? Choose life. Death if you're going to eat them tater chips. Mm -hmm. Life if you're going to eat that apple. If you're going to eat, eat something healthy. Which one? I, and I'm literally telling myself this. I'm going to, I told myself someone, I said, I got to get off the phone because I'm ready to eat and I'm going to go in this goddamn refrigerator. So I took my ass to bed. <laughs> because I know it's time to go to the next level. Because we got some souls out here, some young souls that needs to be inspired. Right. They need to see us getting back on our horse, on our throne, and riding the fuck out righteously, royalty. You know, not always talking about sucking the dick and popping pussy, my coochie pink and my booty hole brown. That's a fucking given. <laughs> I see that shit three days a week. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'm sick of saying it. I've been putting the atmosphere, the, the universe, I'm ready to retire. And I ain't talking about being hurt and retired. No, financially free retired. Right. Now, how that's going to happen? I'm going to see how my first book, I finished my first book. I just got to get it published. See how that's going to go. I just got to come up with the funds to hit Amazon to see how we're going to do Lamaria's big surprise. So I've been working. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I want to be like Tina Turner. When she when they asked about death, I done did what I came to do. So when it's time right. to go, I ain't got to be hollering like Eartha Kitt ah! at the top of her motherfucking lungs. <laughs> That mm -hmm. girl's daughter say she went out screaming to the top of her lungs. Oh, really? Eartha Kitt was never... Yeah! Google Eartha Kitt daughter interview. I think her name Kit. Right. Uh, I know her first name is Kit. She, her mama gave right. her her last name. But she looked like a white girl now. Straight white right, girl. Right. But mm -hmm. she say her mama went out screaming to the top of her lungs. Who does that? Wow. When you're dying. Now, she was very theatrical. The theatrical. Right. But she was never happy because she never found L-O-V-E. That's what it you was. You can find anybody to fuck you. I mm -hmm. can find somebody to fuck me right now. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking right. for that LL Cool J shit. I need love. <laughs> well, them sunflowers about to jump off them, those cabinets. They're trying to... <laughs> it, it better not. Shit, because it's going to be hell getting it back up there. <laughs> 
but you know, I mean, and like I say, this is my catharsis. I I got that word from Tyler Perry when he was on the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm-hmm. But this is this is very cathartic for me. Now next time I come back on, I may be bite it, bite it, ride it, ride it. You know, somebody's gonna be like, damn. What's going on with her? <laughs> but I, I'm I'm in it to win it. I know you like won't. I said, I'm I'm tired of starting over. I um <clears throat> I cut myself. Hold on. You just cut yourself now? No, uh, uh. Oh. I found this thing at Home Goods. This food processor, baby. Was good. This motherfucker right here cut the shit out of me. Oh damn! Oh damn! It done healed though, but yeah. that bad baby was looking like it was going to be like a seven forty-seven take off on. <laughs> It was gonna be taken off on my that year. And then with me being a labor and delivery nurse, me doing badge exams, bodily fluid. So I had to make sure that I protected myself to prevent any um transferring of bodily fluids, blood, booty juice, coochie juice, any juice, beetle <laughs> juice, juicy fucking juice. So let me tell you what spirit had been dealing with me with. Cause it had been it's because you know when the heal it itches. So when it started healing. I'm like, that's gonna be ugly. That shit gonna look like it's got like a like a teapot, like a little handle on it. But it still healed smooth, but I feel a little bump. But the moral to the story is I'm not gonna throw my damn food processor away. But now, like Lion King said, you got to either run from your past or learn from it. I learned I got to be extra careful with this bitch. So when I use it. I take that blade out, I wrench it off, and I put that shit way over yonder. It don't go in the dishwasher no more where I first hurt myself trying to go get my dog bowl out of there to fix him some beef ass. If I say the word, he'll be thinking he's finna eat again. So that's with anything in life. When people show you who they are, you, you may not be able to stop talking to your mama. You may not be able to stop talking to your daddy or your children or your baby daddy or your employer. You already know they assholes. You already know what you're dealing with. Stop letting them get your goddamn thumbs already up in your ass as they are more in your ass. And just <laughs> deal with them accordingly. You still got, you still need them for something or another. So I was like, wow, to me, that was powerful. Meaning when I take my ass, because I, I stopped. Now I got my feeling about, you know what? I still want to go to Jamaica. I still want to move. I still want to, I still got that desire. But now when right. I go back this time, <laughs> some shit, you already know what you're getting into. That could be anywhere. But now I know. Like uh, Stephen Molly, now I know. Now I know. Baby, mm-mm. if I want some dingling and I got to pay for it, that's what it's going to be. Ain't no you trying to be my boo thing and I'm your boo thing. No, I know what the fuck you want. Because <laughs> people that want something, they pay for it. When I went to Sam's Club, I ain't going there stealing. I wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> so let's learn from our mistakes. Yep. But um, <clears throat> I think that's, that's it. I'm going to go on and 
What time is because it? She, word. she didn't <laughs> drop the word. She didn't put the word down. Man, look at here. But I really needed that, that weightlifting thing. Because I was just, I'm like, then because since I've been on my fast, you know, I don't drop some, but my back's starting to be, uh, and I'm like, no, nah, I need this. So today I was doing a lot of, you know, but I know that's like shoulders, but tomorrow is chest and something, whatever it is. But I, but just on the last note on that, you don't, you have to arrange your body parts in a way where you're not overtraining them indirectly. Mm-hmm. And and oh. like I said, and I don't know everything, but that there, you have to um do the push pull system. I, I strongly suggest okay. that because okay, look push at it this pull. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps. That's one day mm-hmm. on the body because oh. chest, you're out, you're, you're you're working on your shoulders and you're pushing with your triceps. Say for example. You did chest and back one day, and we're speaking about the chest now, but you did chest and back one day. The next day, you do shoulders and arms. Well, you didn't mm-hmm. train your shoulders, so you did your chest, and you come back right. again and do direct shoulder and tricep work. That's two days that you did that. It's all about recuperation. Right. See, and when you do the pulling muscles, the back <coughs> and the bicep, you know, yeah, your biceps are already warmed up. After you do all your back work. So do your biceps right after the back work and you won't have to do as much. And since oh. it's done on day, you're recuperating. You have time for recuperation more as opposed to coming back and you did your back and now you're going to do your arms, the triceps and the biceps the next day. It's too much on your biceps there and your triceps because they're very small muscles. Right. So when you say pull, pull, I'm thinking about the, um, what's that bar when you're doing this here? You pull, you sit yeah. down and you're pulling. When you got the cable in front of you. Yeah, the, right. And then yeah. the lat. That's the yeah. that's back that's, too, right? Also, but that hits more your lats. It's more right. for width. When you do the rows, it's more for the thickness in your back. This part. Yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, get them, yeah. get them down. Yeah, okay. That's what I need. Yeah. It's called baby shoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, remember, remember, we we have fat over everything. Yeah, and that's, that's not, what it is. The, the fat is the overall loss of the weight. And you're feeding the muscle and starve, starving the fat. Right. But that's the thing that people do the most. They, they overtrain by not arranging their body parts properly in the week. Okay. And so now that's what I need to understand is... Yeah. Because hopefully this... I'm going I'm to look through this book again because like I could say it, it... Like the back... Let me see. The back and shoulder... So legs and forearms, day 27. Then it'll tell you the full circuit, biceps and shoulders. They'll say back and triceps, chest and forearms. I'm Uh going to straight to you. I don't know what planet they got that off of. Don't waste (laughs) your that range. Okay. Back and triceps. That was the same height. Wait. Crazy. Well, that's crazy. Let me When you... um, Okay, okay. But the back and triceps, okay. Back and triceps together? That don't make no sense. Well, if, <laughs> like no, no, I say, it, I ain't no exercise-ologist, so. Right. All I know, it just, oh, oh, see, that's see, why I'm glad we had this conversation because I'm going to the gym. 
I won't say faithfully, but I go enough that I should be seeing. Well, let right. me just stop lying. I, I thought I should be seeing some results, but now what you're saying is making sense. But what Spirit is telling me that this was to get you in there. Okay, yeah, no, good, now you in there. Now you hook. Now you finna yeah. do it the right way because Lance gonna tell you push and pull. Right, right, and legs okay. its own separate thing. Legs, right, a, a, a leg biceps, um, the hamstrings, calves, and mm -hmm. you gotta doing your ass like your ass is your muscle right and, and you have it but you want to muscle everything right you want to you mm -hmm. really want to you got to touch your whole body because you said there's certain things you work on you don't work on to, to, my, to take my core. yeah yeah but see but see you have to touch everything it's almost like waxing your car doing You're not it washing it like saying like <laughs> right, right, right. Waxing it, right, right. You know, today, but I'm gonna do the next half. I'm gonna wash tomorrow. And I'm gonna wait to wax. When you hit a body part, you want to stay on it. Okay. Let it recuperate and rest while you do the other things. Okay. You want to get as much recuperation in between. But if you do things like 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 something like that, dudes can get away with it on steroids because they recuperate faster than a person who's not. Okay. And Lord knows I ain't on no steroids. Right. And, and you don't have that high amount of testosterone. So you want to recuperate and rest. Because like I tell people that okay. I said before, when you see dudes who are locked up and in, in, in prison for a couple of years, they didn't have the best food. Right. But they got a lot of rest. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the recuperation between the workouts. Okay. You see what I mean? Okay. That makes so, sense. So that's something I can do tomorrow or tonight and just really... You know, go to YouTube and what you just told me, research that and get a better understanding. See, this is how it's right. done. Because I've been right. working out since 2018 and I came across this book in 2019. And right. this just took the intimidation out of the gym for me. Because going in there, well, what I'm going to do today and walk around like a chicken with my head cut off. Don't know. This let me know, okay, what well, we're going to do last today, just back in arms. Now that right. I'm addicted, now, with, with this show, this just, because I'm looking, I'm like, dang, my, but, and plus I need to put more weights. I, I do a lot of reps, but I need to, I need to stop being afraid to put but a little, see, make see, the ball a little heavier. Yeah, yeah, see, see, but you keep your, your rep range in certain body parts. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, say for example, you keep your rep range between the lower end, 8, 12, around 10 to 12 repetitions, okay. right? And when you're getting stronger, you're going to find that you're doing more repetitions, Okay. right? That's telling you you need to increase the rate a little bit. Okay, not, not you, a whole 10 pounds. <laughs> right, no, 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 no. Once gotcha. you start to really master that weight, and it may not be with the next workout, you do it. You might try it the next workout. I mean, even put an extra pound and a half, a little okay. bit. Okay. See? And, and, and so try to get that thing down. Okay. Right, right. But and, and if you can get the extra reps, if you get to 12 and you end up doing 14, it's not a crime. Just don't stop. Okay. Like, like, now, don't go on to do 30 reps, right? No. But if, if, if what you did... Yes, oh, not yesterday, but the prior workout, mm -hmm. you, you can push it up a little more, fine. But okay. it's not always about pushing up the weight. 
It can also be about getting less rest between each between. set. That well, see, that's another one of my problems. I'd be too busy in a mirror dancing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Now, even though you're moving your body around dancing, when you're on that body part, you got to be on there like white on rice because that's muscle. Okay. And that's the only way you got to increase the intensity. See what I mean? Right. And, and you okay. got to beat it. Down. You got to beat it down intensely. And I don't mean like and how that mind, mind muscle connection. Exactly. You in that muscle. And between right. each, whatever muscle you're training, flex it hard. Gotcha. Get your breathing back to normal, but flex it hard. That gives you the mind uh, a muscle control that when you're training, you can flex more intense. Full range of motion always, never partial. Full range of motion. And a lot of guys you'll see the gym do partial motions and stuff. You want a beautiful body. You don't you don't want no brute, stocky, brute, whatever, stiff, right. whatever. You work yeah. full range of motion, you do them curls, let them go all the way down. If you have to breathe while you're doing the, the exercise, like say for example, you're getting a little fatigue in the muscle. Uh-huh. And you're like, let, let me breathe in about three or four times before I even do this another rep on this exercise gotcha. because you want to keep your head clear. So there's no, you don't have to, okay, like the tempo, the tempo. Say you're doing t- 10 repetitions on whatever exercise. If you start out like this, boom, boom, boom. Then I will have to slow down my music because depending on the tempo of the music, that's how I go. If I'm going slow, I go no, slow. No, no. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, 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 you, you want to take your time. The music can be fast, so you can still take your time. What I'm trying to say is that okay. toward the yeah, end, I know of, that because I'm okay. The end of the 10 repetitions, the 10 repetitions, it doesn't have to be the same tempo where it started. It could be the last four can be boom, boom, boom. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like the same thing because you don't want to let go of that set until you do the repetitions that you set out to do unless the muscles burn and the fatigue is so strong then you let it go do whatever you can to scratch and claw and get those repetitions out of that weight unless you feel an injury like that's the next that's next level stuff and there's so many so, levels of this so with yeah. my weights right mm-hmm. so you say when i come in i want mm-hmm. to go all the way down and all the way down. Is it here or all the way? Because somebody say not to come up here, but is it? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you something right now in front of the camera. No, no. You go all the way up. Go all the way up. Oh. Just, just no, no, go, go all the way down. Now stay there. Stay there. Okay. Stay at, stay at the top. The reason why they say don't go all the way up because you're not feeling any pull. You're getting a rest right there at the right. top of that repetition. Stay there now. What you do I'm is. I'm feeling it. No, no, no. But keep it there. And as uh-huh. you come up, you let your wrist open up where it's pointing to the ceiling. I mean, like, like come up, go down, all the way. It's down come at my up. waist. Yeah, yeah. Now come up, but don't pull your... No, come all the way up. Come all the way up to your shoulder. But your wrist is supposed to be back now. Like, like, like no, no, not that way. That way. Yeah, come back. Yeah. Oh. No, no. And you feel the pull on the top when you do it. Not like what you're doing now. Go up, hold it there, right? Your wrists are supposed to, right? Your wrists are supposed to be going, your hand, the knuckles are supposed to be going away from you. You're not going to feel nothing that way on the top. Open up, 
Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull, so, pull your wrist back the other way. Push your wrist out the other way on top, on the top of the movement. You're curling your wrist. That's not what you're supposed to do. Okay. Go over so, down. And we, right. And when you come up, I wish I could show you, right? I'm butt naked right now. I can't show you. But anyway. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But 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 your wrists are supposed to be like like okay, like say for example, okay, okay, put the waist down for a second, right? Okay. Put them down. Because we need to get it right. Um turn sideways again, right? Now go down. Come up. Just come up. Just have your hands up. Your wrists are not supposed to be going straight up like that. Okay. okay. If you open, keep keep your wrist where it is and from your forearm to your elbow. Let your hands come up like you're trying to catch some money falling out the sky. No, no, no. Don't lift it up. Keep your elbows on the side. Just your wrist move. Nothing else moves but your wrist. No, oh. no just your ah, right there. When you have them dumbbells, they're supposed to be like that, but close oh. when you put it in. It's a great yeah, right there. Right there. Now your hands ain't gonna be open. You'll be closed, right. but you push your wrist back and you crunch your arm more because that pulls the dumbbell down more and you feel a burn on top instead of when you instead of when your wrists were curled in, you ain't gonna feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now as you go down, you you right, right. But as you go down, you can let your wrist go normal. But at the top is when you push your wrist out like that. Oh. You understand? Gotcha. Right, right, right. And 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 what you're doing probably is is too light a weight right there. You gotta increase that dumbbell weight. Yeah, I know. Easy. I just grabbed it. I know. I just grabbed it. Shoot. Okay, but if you can get <laughs> to like that, and that's the same way. Okay, look at it this way. You got dumbbells. You got cable. Uh huh. A curl is not just a curl. A curl that you do with dumbbells is not the same as a curl that same you do with the, the bar, cable. With, the, with, yeah. the, with the cable. Yeah, the I noticed are, that. Right, right. You know why? Because the tension comes at different part of the arc. The arc of your curl, when you get to the top of the cable curl, it's pulling on you. It is. I noticed right. that. And when you get down the bottom, you get a rest. See? Right. So, so you have to do different varieties of exercise where the stress is on different parts of the arc. And that goes for every part of your body. Ah. You see what I mean? See, a curl is not just a curl. You got to understand that. Also, you look at a bench press, right? Okay. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to be fully clothed. I'm going to show certain things, right? Because it's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. Probably maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I'll put on a shirt. and um, I'm off. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for example, you can do this on a cerebral level just by thinking it's common sense. Okay. Say you're doing a bench press, which you really should stay away from anyway, right? A bench press, you're mm -hmm. on your back on the bench, and you're, you're, your hands are in a fixed position, and when mm -hmm. you push up, you just go ahead and push up. I mean, that shoulder press is right there, but a bench press is in front of you, right? Right. If you're oh, your, this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your hands, you can only come down to where your chest is because the bar stops you from coming right. If you use right. dumbbells, if you use dumbbells, you'll get right, them more. You'll go back more. And when you come up, you bring your hands together. When you come up. Wait, wait, wait. Touch them. Yeah. That gives you a better range of motion for your chest to be more developed. 
and you lose, you use, yeah, exactly. But you'll be on your back. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's the movement. Okay. The breathing, we'll do that. It's a separate thing that you do together. But if you're not doing the movement together, the breathing is means nothing. See what I mean? And, and that's another thing. It's like when I, I was doing shoulder press today and I was confused. I have to think now, am I supposed to be blowing in or blowing out? What am I? Which, which way is it? Well, when you when, when you're, you're pulling, you're exhaling, you're exhaling out. But but you don't people do that and focus on that so much they get lightheaded. Yeah, you, 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 that's a loose rule because you can okay. still breathe to get oxygen to your brain. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You know, because I notice I be holding my breath too, especially if, if I'm trying to go up on a weight and good. I'm like, right. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good. See, but, I'm, I'm but, learning. But see, but see, this is the thing with most people mess up on is, is the proper movement. I can show you how to take them dumbbells. It will kick your ass because a lot of people are doing it wrong. They swing it up with their lower back. They're putting their hands up. It's crazy what I see in the gym. Not that people remember when know. I was, yeah, right. But, That's what I was saying. Exactly when you said earlier, it was, it's very important to know how to exercise. So I may need to have like a personal trainer just to show me the proper form. Of course, of course. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and and just know that a lot, pretty much a personal trainer these days, they pretty much know what they're doing as far as the form is concerned. Right. But people that go in there by themselves, I'd say like 85, 90% of them are doing things wrong. And that's why they get injuries, they get no results, they don't get the feeling. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So it, it's very important to get the proper form. The proper form will keep you from getting like injury. injuries and you're not going to swing the weights. You're going to move the weights with muscle. These guys don't get muscle because they don't use the weights and move it with muscle properly. There's a lot of momentum. Okay. On. See, that's right. Yeah. right. That, that's that's, that's swinging. That's not good. Right. You're taking the weights for a ride and your muscles not getting any work. Slow and you know? steady like Tina Turner. We start yeah, yeah. off slow. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm the camera on, on a show. We're going to do that. I'm going to show you some Yeah, things. since we had this weightlifting, you know, and bodybuilding. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. Because that'll help those who don't know. See, like I said, this book kept me in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, I did see some results. But now that I'm coming, it's like, wait a minute, I should have a better back than this. But I know I ain't been doing what I should have been doing. But this, this was right on time. But but I'm I'm gonna get back into it when the house is finished. Well, it's okay. finished when we move in, no in a couple months, and I have some space there. But I'll still go to a gym. No, no, no. I'll show you the movements within this week. That's no problem. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as getting back into it, if I can't do it right, meaning the right equipment, the right, right distance, like ain't that, no sense of fucking with it. Yeah. So I have to go. There's a gym not too far, about eight minutes away in the mall. They're pretty oh, okay. good wise for me to start out. And I have to see how fast and how slow things are going certain things. Because once I lock in, it's like when I draw a pick, I'm committed and I'm not stopping. I know exactly what to do. I know my body. And when mm-hmm. I get back to it within a year's time, eight months time, people are going to say, oh, I think he's taking steroids. It's not like that. I, I, just, can't, I, can't, I just can't have done it on a, such a high level and just go 
piddle around like most people would do. You know what I mean? I'm ready to I'm ready to for my legs to be more muscular. I wanted to take out the cellulite, but I tell you, they ain't floppy like they used to be. I could put them bad babies up on that shower. Um, you know, when you, you're washing your ass in the shower, and they uh, ain't, it's a good idea, Ray. They they still <laughs> you know they they nice and firm, but I I I want to be able to put on my days of goddamn dupes. <laughs> well, you know, you know, your insurance rates are gonna go up in your area because if you do that, there's gonna be a lot of head turning and car accidents. No, uh, that's all right. <laughs> Hey, they need to be NYOB, minding their own business. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, that's a good idea, Renee. I'll do that. Not like I'm putting myself as some expert, but just somebody who is sharing the journey. I ain't going to show my body until a certain time, but I'll take pictures privately and then show you how jacked up I look and how fast I get. But that'll be something for me at this age that I would enjoy because I have the time. I just want to mm -hmm. get the space. And again, there's certain things that I would have to like ship some equipment from the states because some some things well, they got some things over here, but certain things I have to get from there. And in the meantime, join because it irks me every day that I'm not doing it. I have the time, I have the know-how, but when I do it, it's gonna. I'm, I'm not a perfectionist to the point of me cracking. It's just right. that you take it to that level, nothing else will suffice. You see I, I mean? can't when wait the first lady start cooking again. That's what yeah. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, Whew. yeah. Because that's a big ass kitchen she got there in the house. Oh, uh, as God. it should be. The <laughs> <laughs> studio's right below it, so there's going to be a lot of content, a lot of things, and, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for. People say, "No, no, wait, start today." It's a mind thing for me. I'm going yeah. back into my youth. I know I'm 60 years old. But I'm going back in that to, into that mentality and be careful about it when I do it. Right. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a very special thing to me. And I, and I have to get back at it because I'm very emotional about that. You know, when I saw how jacked up bodybuilding was, the politics, the homos, you know, the political stuff, you know, just, you know, uh-uh. Right. Now it's a break for me and my whole life, it affected me. So I, I'm ready to come back, but I want it just right. And when I start Ain't no looking back. The bike riding, riding, the training, laying back and getting the good food and, and all that stuff and, and changing. That doesn't bother. I know I can change my, my body. I could change it. Boom, like that. But it, it's going to be stress free. You know. And that's a beautiful thing. That's how I am. If I can't do it right, I ain't doing shit. And, and that's what messes me up because mm -hmm. I be aiming for perfection and when it ain't perfect, I just fuck you. And I, I can't be like that. No, no, but see, this is the thing. It, it's a it's a mental thing because, see, like, I didn't want to be a guy who just talks. I want to do. I want to show Action speak louder than word, words, yeah. yeah. The history of it. I've showed and proved already beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know, I only got two pictures to show for, but what I'm saying is that there are people out there, and I know that I'm the real deal that way, no doubt. Because I know sure. most people talk, but when you get into that grind phase where, okay, it's not new no more. Six months went by, eight months a year went by, two, three, four, five years went by, whatever. And the intensity involved is levels of intensity. I mean, I, you know, I, I I'll talk about those things on a deeper, deeper show. I'm gonna do like little rants on that when I do it in the channel, whatever. But it, it's it, it's it's a connectedness. 
And it's a spiritual thing. It's not just do this, do that. I do this, I do that. I do. Everybody can, anybody can. Like, you go I don't hey, a monkey that. can do it, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I, I don't have the right to say it now because I'm not doing it. I don't have the right. In my mind, I don't have the right. And See, you know what? We understand that, and that's a, that's and, and that's how a lot of people. How the fuck you gonna tell me, motherfucker? You ain't doing it. How the fuck right. you gonna tell me how to lift weights and you your shit flapping in the wind? Right, right, right. But they're not but, knowing you done it before. Right. If 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 you if you didn't know Muhammad Ali and he came back this he was alive and he was teaching, you'd be like, he's old, he ain't doing this no more. What did he know? Right. Why so I don't want to come, you know, because there's people here in Ghana that want me to train them. They they just I don't even look the part no more. And they're like, I know you know, I know I want you to come over here and show me some things. But the knowledge is there, Lance, though. The knowledge my first time when I graduated nursing school, my personal trainer out of um at the Y name was George. And when I tell you, this white man did not look like he was a that dang on personal trainer. But when I tell you I dropped 40 pounds <laughs> like that, I, I was fit. Them old men was literally following us around the gym. He come, look, look, look. So one day he had me do farmer's walk. So I had 40 pounds. I'm like, what the fuck? I, let's go to the other. What the hell are we going to the gym? This shit heavy. He said, uh-huh. that's how much you lost. That's how much your body was carrying. When I dropped that weight, I was like, whoo. Right. But you still got right. the knowledge, though, but a lot of people got to have show and tell. Exactly. And we, I understand. I understand exactly what you said. I'm trying to convince somebody that I know what I know. Right. Thank you. Know you know what I mean? Like, 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 I was on the bus when I was driving the bus, and there was a bodybuilder on there, and I knew he was on some stuff. I'm not knocking him. He, he, he was tremendous, but he was, you know, he knew a little bit. And so there's another guy who was talking to him. And he was asking him questions because he looked so impressive. So mm-hmm. the passenger, the other passenger said, well, the bus driver used to do it. And I'm like, oh, God, he's going to drag me into this. So he's like, what would you suggest? He said this, but what would you do? And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to get into any one man upmanship or just step on his toes. So right. I gave an explanation of what they talked were talking about. And the guy who was muffled up he was like, yo, you know your shit. Uh, I said, you know, because the body don't stop working a certain way, right? So right. he started asking me questions, and he was like, oh, damn. He said, but you stopped. I said, yeah, man, because I was in competition for many years. I started competing when I was 16 years old, and I stopped when I was 22. See what I mean? That's it. That and, was you. you. You left in your prime when you left when you got, when you were good, good. Yeah, yeah, and Damn. I could have got better. But it was a mental yeah. thing. I got sick and tired of, of you know, gotcha. the prostitution and, and the politics and, and, and the bums that I saw that didn't want to work and sell drugs or mooch off a woman. I didn't want to be associated. It was just too many years of that. Because remember, you know, I was trained before 16 years old to get up on stage. You hey, Lance, I mean? you remember that, that, that movie? It's on Netflix. The lady named Sally, the white lady, her and her she was married to a black man, and she ended up um, killing him. She was a bodybuilder. Oh, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I didn't it, was a, it was a white lady. Her name was Sally. I was just wondering if you you knew of her, because she was in the bodybuilding world, but they were also in the military. And right. this happened around the uh, late 80s, early 90s, I believe. 
Right. But let me tell you, this this thing, when taken to certain levels, you can be very unstable because you see what you're made of when you really, really do it. When you really get, I mean, on, on certain levels, but you don't have to push it that hard. All I'm saying, once you go there, like me, it's like once I start again, I got to be right. right. And it's not going to be motivation, whatever. I'm not going to no competition like that. I can right. go on an older competition or something like that. You know what I mean? I just, right. I just, I just want to be lean. I know how much fat is on my body. I know how much strength I have. I know what to do, how to back off, the signs to look for. Because then now you have to synchronize your eating. You have to True. synchronize your eating with this. And you have to time your eating. You have to know how to time certain elements of the food to get the maximum results. It's not just, yeah. oh, I'm hungry to eat. What do you need? What is your body craving for? When is your right. next workout? You're going to get to rest. When are you going to? So these are things that are like, not easily conveyed if you're not on that wavelength. You can get something out of it because it'll be talking hocus pocus. Not right. So I, we'll, we'll talk. I, I have to explain things to you like really, really deep, and <laughs> you'll so fast. That's why with coaches that know what they're doing and they they help a person, the, the person goes. They may not understand everything, but if you listen, I'm not saying, oh, you better listen, girl, whatever. I know everything. No, I'll be asking you for feedback. Like, okay, how do you feel? You're going to have to give me feedback, and I'll tell you how to counteract that. Mm -hmm. So very cerebral thing. It's like a perpetual state of meditation, not just going in, swinging the weights and just eat this. And these are people who fall off and don't know. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah, 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 but no, but you, you, you make great progress. You know, you know, all and, I, and I, all I know is, is because this is what I was thinking in the gym today when I was working out, and for for me to come on this show and not know that what what the topic was, I know that now it's time to go to another level because Spirit knew I was doing it wrong, but they was just glad I was in there because it was a time I wasn't in there. Right, now, right, right, right. I got guidance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, see, you know. lock yourself because for many years I trained, trained, uh, trained and did things wrong. Mm -hmm. Gradual process. You, you know, know, some people ain't training at all and they're doing that wrong. <laughs> so it, at least it, I'm in there, you know. Exactly, so exactly. now I'm going to rest tomorrow and just mm -hmm. do some research, watch some videos, wait till uh, whatever happens. And I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited because guess what? I want to start my Tomboy Fitness Inc. That's that's yeah. why I want to start my my own. Sorry about it. Online exercise and working out. I don't want them looking at me. Oh, she doing it wrong. You know, tomato, tomato. I don't want right. somebody to follow me and I'm they getting injured because I'm doing it wrong, following the damn leader. Yeah. So, yeah. but I like that tomboy fitness, baby. Like when I tell you, I have my socks on. My, I I always work out in black pants because black is black is slimming. I done got right. to the point now. I still got a belly. That's okay. But I am so confident in myself. I either work out in a, a tube top, which I never did before. I right. was in Walmart the other day. I looked like one of the Walmart shoppers from the trailer park. As far as with my shirt up, showing my, I felt <laughs> so sexy and beautiful. I well, remember one good. time 
I was, I, I tried to, you would have thought I was Muslim. I tried to have a garb all the way down to my pinky toe. <laughs> wow. Shoot. What I'm going to help hide all this glory for when I get butt naked, you're going to see this goddamn stomach. I'm going to sit there and suck my stomach in for what? No, no, but see, what you, <laughs> what you have to look at it is that, you know, when you do bodybuilding or stuff like that, like some guys have a propensity to put on weight when they get off of a diet after a competition and they put on 20 uh-huh. pounds. See, but when they look at that 20 pounds or 30 pounds that they put on, which they really should, shouldn't really get that off, you have to look at it like it's not a part of yourself. Right. See, that's the psychology of it. When, when you see the snow in New York City covering up the whole street, it looks nice and smooth, the street, but there's a yep. curb there somewhere. So you got to acknowledge the curb that is that slender body that is that is toned up from being muscular in a female way. And the fat that's on top of it is only blocking your view from it and it doesn't belong to you. You're going to melt that off. And it I can tell by my arms. You. You can see what's under there, but what's on top, you know. Right. But I'm, I'm excited because I used to be bigger than this. I right. just don't like that. Sad. You know how some people lose weight and their body looks sad? It's just how that, it ain't nothing like, they just, <laughs> their skin <laughs> just sagging. Like, a lot of women just want to lose that. the weight. If you put muscle on, baby, when I tell you, you will be a fine mama jamma. Muscle, right. it defines you. It slims that right. waist. It makes everything, right. you ain't got to go get a BBL. <laughs> right. right. That's what many women don't know. You see? So see, no, they that, just want to lose weight. But see, that's see, that's destructive to everything because you're not focusing on the muscle. Right. You got you got to and see, starving the muscle now. I mean, starving the fat is going to hurt the muscle too because it's part of the right. same system. You know, so it's yep. a very delicate balance, a very delicate balance. So because even with with me fasting, I already know I'm doing a little damage to the muscle because I'm not eating. Like but I should be eating. It's a clean out on what's under the hood. It's a clean out on the engine. Right. right. That's the phase you're in now. And you'll do that on a regular basis. Maybe not every week, but, you know, your, right. your diet itself should be self-healing. That's what folks understand. I could talk about this stuff all day. I mean, we I see. To- this your thing. This is your thing. Yeah. We've been on here four hours and 17 <laughs> minutes and 17 seconds. No, but this see, check it out. But, but, but I used to be a kid talking to people who are professionals and people and, and the ideas and things I learned when I spit certain things back to them, like, yo, these guys were coming to me. It was crazy because I was like a little upstart nerd bookworm studying this stuff, studying nutrition, studying the body. Things have evolved a little bit, but there've been no big breakthroughs in bodybuilding. Like, like they're trying to convince you to buy this thing and this came out and you'll get, no, 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 no. The only thing that really came out in bodybuilding that changed it was uh, a creatine um, and that came out about 20 years ago. Um, uh-huh. And uh, what else has it been as far as supplements are concerned? Other than that, the body still works the same. Work hard, yeah. your rest, do the proper movement, I'm telling you. And most don't even know. Most don't even know. I see people teaching exercise on exercise videos doing it wrong. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? It's a really? lot of gurus. It's a lot of school gurus out there. Exactly. School gurus. So, you know, everybody know everything. You got your... Right. 
that that's why I don't say anything until I look a little better. Because well, I don't need for you to look a little better. I just need you to help me make sure I ain't doing it wrong because I already know I saw the pictures. I, I know it's in you. And you know, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna be you not like leaning and depending on you. But now I know I got a go-to person because like I say, spirit just answer my prayer. I'm looking, I'm like, I gotta be like it's I'm doing some I'm not doing something right, but at least I'm in there. Right. But you're gonna so get the I movement. appreciate it. And you're going to have the activity that's going to burn fat. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. And timing your foods a certain way. Mm -hmm. When to eat. Okay, let's look at it this way. This is how a lot of people take it on a a nutritional level, right? We're not talking about the nutrients. We're talking about calories now, right? Right. Why you have to spread your food over the day that you absorb. Now, if somebody says Miko... I'm going to make this very simple. Miko, um, today you're allowed to eat a whole chicken, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether you want to have the dark meat and the breast meat, whatever. But you're, and this, what you're doing here, you're allowed to have a whole chicken. You're allowed to have a whole huge plate of brown rice, all the fruit you want. And you get your drink, your water, whatever, whatever. Now, you're supposed to chop that chicken up have a little bit early, a little bit, a couple hours, another four or five hours, four hours, a little mm-hmm. bit, so you can absorb it, right? Now, people who don't know, like, okay, today is what now? For me, it's Wednesday. For you, it's Tuesday, okay, because you're still the four hours. But let's, right. Right, right. So say, for example, I'm going to treat it this way, where it's Tuesday, and you wait until you didn't eat all day, what I told you you mm-hmm. can eat, and you wait till 11.55, or really like maybe 1130. So you can have time to eat that food. Now you eat that chicken, you eat that big plate of rice, you have some vegetables, you have your water or some little juice or tea. And then 1205 the next day, which will be Wednesday, you eat the next chicken and, and starve yourself the rest of the day because you ate your allotted amount of food. Right. That's no sense. You can't gorge that way. Your right. body don't know nothing about the timing of the food, Right. It does know mm-hmm. night and day. And we do know that you should eat more at 12 noon, whatever, wherever 12 noon is for you, right? Okay. Your digestive system is at its strongest. It is right, okay. Exactly. So you can eat more and eat a little heavier. And then you have to gauge on your activity level. If you know you go to bed at a certain time, why are you waiting to eat all that food and then go lay down on it? But it's okay right. to certain things. Why are you waiting to eat all your carbohydrates or most of them till the end of the day when you know you, you're going to fuel your body? You don't start a trip from Florida to California on an eighth of a tank of gas. Fill up. You got the whole day ahead of you. Yeah. Do your workout. I don't know what time you do it. If you do it early, do it late because you, you work overnight. Because right? you know, I work, right. So I work at night. I get off at seven in the morning. By the mm-hmm. time I get home and do what I need to do, I'm in the bed no later than 8 a.m. I have mm-hmm. my alarm clock set Monday through Saturday to get up at 2 because I was going to the gym six days a week. Now, what I need to do, not should do, but what I need to do is really cut my, because I was working out six days a week, really cut my exercise down, mm-hmm. incorporate more stretching. So my 12 o'clock noon will be 12 o'clock midnight, which is not good. And then what about on my days off? Now I'm like a baby 
got right. my nights and days messed up because now I'm feeling, I, you know what time I went to bed this morning? After I had, well, I was sleepy about 9.30, 9.10, I was back up at 11. I ain't get to bed till like 8 o'clock this morning to wake yeah. up again at 12 because I had things to do at the bank. And that's another thing. I need to retire because I'm not yeah. getting adequate sleep. No, right, right. No, true. And in right. the same way, see, see, for me, the way I do, I usually stay up till four and five and six. Like, like, like it's 223 now. If I get to bed by three, I'll be okay to a point. But I need to be getting. Well, you got to go to bed. Right, right, right. So when I'm in the mountains, I'm going to be up at the crack of dawn. And when the sun goes down, pretty much I go to sleep, but I may stay up another extra hour or two to do the show. I may pull it back an hour or two, but I'm going to be asleep when the sun's gone and I'm going to be up when the sun's up. That creates a metabolic momentum that is so strong and you eat your strongest meal at 12, but you can have your fruits and different things in the morning. I will work out first thing after I get a little meal, a light meal inside after a complete rest. And I'm going to schedule my shows and, and, and content creation according and helping me scurve and just being up there that cuts out a whole lot me being up there because i don't have to come right. out unless i go down to get some stuff groceries whatever i mean yeah we grow on our stuff but the groceries you know certain things you're still gonna have to buy for now right but yeah you know i you, we definitely want you to be taking care of yourself don't let us pull on you like that because you'll be doing a show every day all day you know you got to get your rest you know what i'm saying we almost yeah. lost you one time. We ain't gonna lose you again <laughs> with that yeah. goddamn uh, what, what he had malaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I will never forget I was, that. I was like Ooh. just an hour or, or less. You already, but, you already high damn yellow. Your ass was <laughs> cast with a ghost. For man, real, man, she was so man. You were so you you still doing videos laying down just weak. I was yeah. like, wow, that's dedication. <laughs> that's dedication. So well, you don't you know, already prove yourself. <laughs> the worst of it, the worst of it was the five days that I couldn't do a show. I was, I, and you know that, that, you know, I mean, I, I make a banner now. I look the same, but I want to focus on getting the information out, not how I look at the camera and that stuff. Right. You know, to I do something you. five days, right? So when I came back, and I was messed up hours before. And I managed, I was so weak, I couldn't sit down in a chair. He was laying, he was laying down during the show. And he'll pop his head up. Yes. yes <laughs> oh, there yes. I had a microphone. Had a white shirt. <laughs> I had a microphone on the table and I had a microphone, a short <laughs> one on the ground. And so I had a comforter on the floor with a pillow. And I forgot who I had talking with me. I said, I'll show myself every now and then. So I was laying down, like, then I pop up, show myself <laughs> on the screen, drop back down again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the next month, was I was weak. I was weak for the next month. I would get up, Miss Skirva would make me something to eat. I didn't even have an appetite. She gave me a little half a cup of something and I wouldn't even eat it. And I would lay down on the couch, on one couch. Then I go into the living room and the sun went on that side and lay down there. And when she came in, I go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even walk right. And remember, I have Lyme disease. So the fatigue was off the chain. I was getting over the malaria, and Lyme disease is no cure. 
I have that right now. There's something, nothing I can really do about it except just eat clean, live good. That's it. Sometimes out of nowhere, every other month or whatever, the fatigue hits me so hard that I just fall out. I fall out like I'm a dropout, but if I'm in a in pain to get home, all of a sudden, boom, I'm home. I remember one night when Mr. Skurv was in America when her father passed away, uh-huh. I went out on one of the vans, one of the chochos, right? And I know my stop. Man, they took me way up in the mountains because I fell asleep. Damn. Got one coming back. And so me being hyper helps me, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, but, but that's that's no joke. That's no joke. I, was, I, I, saw, I saw a hole in the wall. It, it was like about seven feet, eight feet above the headboard. And I, I was looking at this thing. It was dark in the room, but it was like a hole. I don't know if I saw this in my spiritual eye or what. And I was just thinking, man, it's so peaceful in there. I need to go. I need to, I, I need to float through that hole. I need to go through that place. And I felt so calm and peaceful. And like I said, Mr. Yeah. Skurv, you know, I told her, I said, you tell me not to eat in the bed, but what you doing with brownies in bed? And she said, it's about brownies. I you said, had to shit it on yourself. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. ass was sick. Yeah. That was the worst of it. Yeah. And she had to take off from work and everything like that. But, you know, I had no balance. It wasn't like, oh, your balance is off. I had no balance. I couldn't walk and stand up. I'd fall. So I crawled around. And I had to pull myself up on the toilet and sit there. And my kidneys were working at 35%. My liver was at 40%. Urine, and it comes out like syrup. And, and I knew. And my mind is like, okay, this is it. Damn it, man. Yeah, though. It was weird. Long, long live and, Lance. Because, man, you meant to be here. You got a work to do. And you're doing it. Yeah. That's I, I know that not cocky saying it, but I know that from that experience and what the doctor said, um, he said it was like a plane coming out the sky, nose down straight to the ground. Nose diving. Yeah, yeah, straight. Not and like then you just he said, he said, he said you, and you know what he said? He said, it's nice that you took good care of yourself. He said, but you taking care of yourself has, and living clean has nothing to do with this. He said, I can't tell you or speak to you as a professional, a doctor, about anything spiritual, religious. I, I can't because that's not my job. He says, but I've never in my 25 years seen anything like this. It wasn't what you did taking care of yourself. This is something else that snatched you from leaving up out of here. And whatever it is, you better thank it. I was like, whoa. Well, you gave me chills on that one. Yeah, he said, he said, really and truly, I'm not supposed to say this. But going by what I saw, you're not supposed to be here. So that's what made me take things serious and just live my life or do what I got to do and, and everything. So there's no joke for me. So like I said. Right, because so you was down there kissing death booty down there. And see, I was and that's why booty. we need to, man, you was getting behind the balls. And you ain't no, you ain't even gay. You, right, you right. You too, man. Look at, and that's why it's <laughs> imperative that we take our health seriously we, we yeah. put the last i'm in tj maxx the other day no home goods 
You can tell this sister, she was fine, wasn't fine. She had that front lace wig on. She had the motherfucking cum catchers on. But, honey, she was built like a motherfucking goddamn Miss Puff from the SpongeBob. <laughs> like a blowfish. <laughs> but she was cute, though. Had her nails done, her jewelry on. We'll dress this sick, dead-ass body up and get up and be. As a matter of fact, I just had a patient. I told, did I tell you? 20, 32 years old, end-stage renal failure. Shunts, kitten mm -hmm. on dialysis, pregnant. Mm -hmm. Then her boyfriend had a nerd about her McDoubles <laughs> and a Pepsi Coke for breakfast. Damn. She don't even pee unless she go to dialysis. Wow. Man, Lance. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to take off tomorrow. I'm going to rest tomorrow. I'm going to stretch tonight. Take, my, right. take me a bath or a spiritual, but however it turn into or whatever I do. But um, this is what I, this, this, this is my new thing now. Right. I promoting health, not just physical health, spiritual health, right. mental health. It ties into the body. Financial health. Yeah. It ties into the we, body. The balance shit. of things. Yeah. Like I said earlier, yeah. everything is a balance. And, and what you do otherwise helps you in what you do on the physical level. And the physical stuff helps with the mental and the spiritual. So it's not right. even just, so it was, I was big on that when I was training and competing because the training was his own thing. The process. I love the process. Training, uh, going to a competition is playtime. Let's see right. who muscles are here and, and you learn uh -huh. what you did, but it's getting in the gym and doing it. Like the process yeah. is what I love. Like we're talking on the show I can say funny things. I can say some educational things. But the process for me is making the banner, is downloading the files and changing them over and, and distributing them and learning tutorials on how to, how to sail through the waters of social media, the new things that are coming out. When I'm quiet, nobody said, I love to talk now, you know that. But when uh -huh. I'm quiet in knowledge, you know, just like when I draw something and I focus on the lines and shading. Very detailed, very detailed drawing. But that's life. And and I wasn't mm -hmm. ready to do that back again into a certain time. You know, I might say I might wait. I've been sketching and doing little things. I can't show those things. They look good, but it's not like the way I want to have punch with it. Right. So I've been I've been training that way. Right. So I'm good that way. But it's all balanced I, for me. What the goal is for me is to be firing on all pistons, mental, physical and spiritual, artistic. I want to be on those balconies out there way up in the back of the house, looking over the garden and on my little table and drawing and my laptop, help Mrs. Skirve a little bit, go down in the kitchen and do a little video with her, come back. Do come a, little a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Yo, your ass, you stay out that damn kitchen. <laughs> a little bit. That's going to be the kitchen. The kitchen is for real. Man, then, that garden, I know that thing going to be beautiful because how that backyard was in Orlando, at her yeah. mama house. Yeah. And you didn't see yeah, you at the house we sold. That was exactly. even more. Yeah. You saw it on video. But this here, I was up there earlier today. And, and, and I was so like astounded. I had my cameras and everything. I didn't even take no footage. I was like, God, dog. You I'm got to a winner, though. You had to go <laughs> through hell like Dave Chappelle mama told him. And I know that's what I was going through. Son. Sometimes you had to be the, become the lion so you can be the lamb that you're supposed to be. The lamb who you really are. I had to be the... Now I want to be... 
I want to be a damsel in motherfucking distress. <laughs> Somebody right. gonna open the door. <laughs> Hell shit. But until then, I got to be ram. <laughs> oh shoot. Boy, I tell you. That's oh my truth. God, I am so thankful for you and your wife. Just, I have really learned and, real and grown a lot. I remember I told you, I said, if I could not grow with the show, I ain't no sense of me being on this bitch. Because I know this show is growing. And a lot of people who was here before me are oh, now yeah. gone. You see that? So, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, so I, I came in, they was here, and then <laughs> I, I'm still here, they gone. But so, you know, people... You know, Motivations and they reveal little things and they're not really sincere. You, you don't have to like a person. Don't oh, I gotta be there every day if you don't want to. Like, but they different ones had their own hangups and whatever. I don't know what they wanted. I mean, I'm just here talking and we coming in and chatting with family together and stuff like that. But certain motivations that people have and they perceive things a certain way. Again, I'm not trying to be this famous guy or what. I enjoy where I am if it gets to yeah. that point. Five. I've been doing this for a long time. So mm -hmm. it's not like, I ain't famous yet, so I got to quit. Huh? They, somebody said the platform's going to die. So I love the process, y'all. Right. This time, if there was no internet and you knew me, this is what we would be doing, sitting around talking about things and growing. Exactly. Having fun. What's that book? Ricky, Ricky Minor wrote a book. Uh, go to Extra Mile or there's no traffic on the Extra Mile. <laughs> there you go. Hey, no traffic. Ricky Minor. There's no traffic on the extra mile. Mm -hmm. That's right. So a lot and of us need to get out our own way. A lot of this, I started thinking, I said, well, damn, I don't have no man problems. I don't have no job problems. Well, what the fuck is, it's your ass. You still over here crying nice place, over man. some damn old, spoiled, already done mm -hmm. cleaned up milk. Girl, take your bed up and walk. You at the lake of, the, the pool of beautiful Somebody need to help me in the pool. No, nah, bitch, get your ass up. Ain't shit wrong with you. Now that I'm up, the sleeping giant has awakened. The dead has arisen in my color purple voice. Shit, when I go to sleep, it'll be to go to sleep to get back up in the morning. Mm -mm. Right. Lance, I've come too far. I've fought too hard. I done got my ass whooped one too many motherfucking times. I can't do it no more. I, mm -hmm. I would rather be alone in this beautiful home than being some bullshit. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. You cheat. You bringing the STDs, making babies. Okay. Okay. Because I don't think I can have no more babies. I ain't had no period in them uh, 100 and some days. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited. So, no, no, you know. No, I, no man is out there bringing babies home from the outside. That, that what I'm saying. I don't care if they bring them home because I'm going to go get me one in shit. Look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, I know I ain't gonna be no motherfucking cat lady, but right, right. I don't want I don't want to I'm gonna be whole. I ain't gonna say I don't need a man. I need one. Yeah. I want one. I desire really? one, but I ain't just gonna have anyone. Right. Shit. Right. I told them girls at the job, I say, look what time it is. It's five or fucking clock in the morning. My feet should be over somebody's son fucking shoulders, not in here looking at some damn coochie. They started laughing. Girl, I say, I mean that shit. I have no business up this time of damn morning if I ain't making motherfucking love. The hell out of here. You know, I, th I think it was a video or an article I wrote. I think, I'm not sure it's a video. I think it was an article, right? One, one or the other. But the title was, There's a lot of good dick attached to bad men. 
Why Seriously? is that? And and bad cooch, good coochie to crazy ass motherfucking women. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Crazy, crazy, deranged. And 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 a lot of good head out here from people who don't have nothing in their head and they crazy in the head. You see what I mean? What the so lady said something like, um, she give good brain, she should have been a brain surgeon or some shit. Child, please. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. People, uh, sex is a beautiful thing and it feel good, but baby, some people, that's a career. They will suck your, <laughs> fuck your life force up out of you and get what? It ain't that, that damn serious. Yeah. It's I've, sex so I've, fucking I've, powerful. I know, yeah. It's better too, to it, have yeah. a motherfucking looking for you in the daytime with a fucking flashlight. Bitches already mm -hmm. like, no, I need the CC. Mm -hmm. It ain't mm -hmm. that motherfucking serious. Get your yeah, shit but, together because our kids are suffering. Right, that's right. That's why they jumping out the house 12, 13, coming up in the hospital pregnant, having damn sex. Looking for love in all the wrong places because mama looking for fucking love. Daddy fucking everything going ninety south because he looking for love. He got to prove that he a man because somebody molested and touched his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's time to pull back the fucking veil. It's time to pull up that carpet and sweep, get in behind them corners and take them spider webs down. It's time to clean. Yep. Because <laughs> if not, our kids gonna suffer. Look at remember the song Self Destruction. You had is it you had it or we had it for self destruction? Did yeah, they not destruction? That's did right. they not predict? Is that not what's really going on right now? Exactly. And to me, that was the other day. And that was the last song. Right. That'd before they start turning. Yep. Before they yep. start turning around. See, crack didn't kill us. AIDS didn't kill us. Corona ain't killer. What next? Y'all better get y'all some four thieves uh vinegar. Start getting on them damn bittles. I got my four thieves vinegar in the closet. Shit. And there was in the allegedly supposed to be a true story how the there were four brothers in the mm -hmm. 1800 when the black plague came out. And um they was wondering why they didn't get killed. I mean, they didn't get the plague. And they was robbing the goddamn deceased graves and, and houses, plundering their shit. And and they gave them the secret. Mm -hmm. Why you think they trying to put a, a, a hit on our fruits and vegetables and herbs? Because it's healing. Mm -hmm. Bob Molly told us that. <laughs> now they want you on that goddamn chicken, that milk, <laughs> that pork. Mm -hmm. Shoo. They tell you in moderation. No, baby, you're going to have to, a lot of us, we're going to have to come to a screeching fucking halt. Is right. you want to live? Oh, you just want to exist. Which one is going to be close? But um, they ain't beat, bro. We going on five fucking hours. What's this, a marathon? <laughs> no stopping. You know, no stopping. No stopping. But, um, <laughs> I'm going to fix my little uh, root soup. That thing tastes so good. Oh, my gosh. I shouldn't. You know what? I shouldn't eat this time. I'm going to just drink me some tea. But if I get up and get hungry two o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna go get me a food. When your body tells you certain things, because sometimes my appetite comes out of nowhere so strong. And then sometimes I'll sit down and do my work here by the computers, and Mrs. Scurve comes back in. She's like, You didn't even eat the food I left you? I said, I didn't feel hungry. 
See what I mean? So you let your body talk to you that You way. let all that good goddamn food go to waste. I know oh, you no, did. No, 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 no. When the appetite come back, I tear it all up. Oh, yeah, I'll tear it all up. Man, I don't want one of them damn black bean burgers. That bad they would look like straight uh, Angus beef. Yeah, that she had that is. hamburger looking like Angus beef. It tastes better than that. Trust me. Man, I had the salad and the other, what, I forgot what she had cooked when I was down there, but baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um mm. we good. Yes, we are. We good. I ain't gonna stay on much longer because I got the uh I went shopping today. Yeah, because I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm gonna do a few things after. Um okay. I'll hit the sack, it's two forty three for me. But you know yeah, how I look get some sleep. I know yeah. your wife already on her third damn dream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, doing some things. I was up there taking care of some other things and stuff. So I know she's tired. She got up there long before I did. I, I had half a day up there, but it was man, it was so peaceful. Oh my god! Oh, I went out on the balcony and laid out on the reclining, what you would call it, looking over the mountains. I was like, why I have to leave up out of here? You know, what I mean? until everything we get the electricity on, everything on. Man, the sleep is going to be deep. And I'm gonna take a nap in the middle of the day. Mm, please do. Oh, 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 you looking younger? Wait till I start training and eating super duper strict, and a lot of it right there looking at me to pick and eat, getting them naps, getting that mountain air up in the mountains. Oh my! I think I, I think I'm gonna use this to start my lot journey because when, <laughs> when the girl did it the last time, I was paying seventy five dollars. I I didn't like it, but I did this this morning. And I think I'm going I'm to make it stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, good. That's good. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wear my wig to work. Not the wig per se, but my Erica Badu's. Mm-hmm. But um, I love you, Lance. I love First Lady. Mm-hmm. I love the family. Yes. Because y'all let me come over here and talk shit and be myself. Because that's all <laughs> I know how to be. I don't try to be everything but white. <laughs> and gay. <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to be I am ready to be get my walking my feminine energy. I'm talking about that I, I'm talking about real like real like dang that's a lady walking down the street. Yeah. Only time you're gonna see me go by watching you. Only time you're gonna see me in the damn gym. Mm. But until then, uh, Steve Arrington from back in 1981. That's the name of the song. Who mm-hmm. walking Watch. down? That was my watching all the damn ladies, ladies all the damn time. Been looking at you at the corner of my eye, walking down the street. Yeah, there was another song. That's the that music. Party lights, turn up those party lights. Tonight, see, you won't know about that. So you got. I don't know. I, now, now, if I listen to, because you don't sound good singing it. So no, I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna YouTube it. I, I probably yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah, Dude. party lights. I used to be like on my that. bike. I am listening to that on my headphones. Tastes like candy. <laughs> I can feel it when you are. No, I'm telling. Shoot, I'm telling. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> All that other. Mm-mm. But all right, fam. Yes. Love and light. Much love, sweetheart. Okay. And I'm gonna sign off too. Let me all right. 
definitely gonna sign off. So we're gonna do this. Thank again. y'all for who, who hung in tight. Oh yeah. Night night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna right. finish watching our other show from last night. Yeah. With, with, um, with the um young man. How was yeah. um brother Michael Heyman? He he good? Yeah. Brother I, Oh, okay. Good. Uh Mr. Political call called me earlier. I kind of had them clumped up like Michael Heyman, Mr. Political. Like when one calls me, the other one calls me. But I gotta call okay. Michael Heyman. I gotta get him back because he he'll, okay. he'll call me any time of the time of the night and like I'm inspired, brother. I'm like, okay, when well, you ready, let's roll. I'll get him out the bed and get him on. Mm-hmm. And usually it's to get be recorded and go on and you know, and if I fall asleep, okay. he'll hang up and I'll, I'll I'll doctor everything up and put it up. We'll do okay. one from him. Yeah. All so right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, do sweetheart. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Good night, y'all. We'll, we'll talk tomorrow. Okay. For sure. Okay, peace, peace. Yeah, I'm not going to stay on that much longer. I'm just going to play a little music, maybe just one of the things here. But remember, for those who are in the show now who want to continue to chat, you can still go to landscurve.com on the homepage or on landscurve.com forward slash chat. There's a forever chat room there. And whenever you want to get on there and even exchange information, that is a public chat room, but it has private rooms. It doesn't end like this one ends on YouTube, where when you shut the show off, you may have 20 or 30 seconds to chat. The chat room on the site lasts forever. So if you want to go there, and if you also want to go, maybe you want to chat in the uh, conference call, the number is 321-521-2515. You go there. If it's one person, you're not going to hear anything. When another person comes on, Boom, it can hold up to a lot of people, right? Just make sure you're muted. We had the last uh, conference call, I wanted to share it, but someone had, had, had their sound, it, it was on speaker, and it was it just wiped out the sound of the talk, and it was poor quality. So um, just be cognizant of that, that if you're not talking, just mute yourself. But anyway, much love to you all. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to jump up, and I'm going to create a lot of content. We did this one show. I didn't do anything earlier like I wanted to, so even though it's like four hours and 48 minutes still, I wanted to get in there and, and do other things and add other things in. So that's what we're going to do. All right. So anyway, let me see. Let me just play one song, right? <laughs> I'll play that song we all have as a favorite. Anyway, now roll on out. All right. Peace, peace. Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been hanging by myself for help, but nothing seems to work on you, yeah, you always make me feel like, oh yeah, you never leave my thoughts alone, yeah, you, you're the reason I'm going out of my mind, I just can't stop thinking about you.
all that I crave when you're away, nights are sleepless. Do we need space? Yeah, maybe you're brave. Boy, you're my weakness. Giving we take the love that we make. It's my favorite drug. Too caught up in your love.
your eyes tell me that you don't wanna leave just yet. No, my eyes agree. It's almost like when we first met. Oh, I don't care, it's getting too late. I want you and I can't wait. Don't wanna spend a minute without you. I know you feel the same. So come on, give me love. I'ma show you how to move, how to move with my body Come hit me with your touch and make me wanna say Damn, and yeah, you know what's up Ain't nothing I won't do, I won't do for your body So give me all you got right now I know I'm yours, baby So come give me love You know you're mine, baby So come give me I think my heart just skipped a beat This feeling is getting so strong Love me till the morning, love me all night long There's something special about you You're the one that I want So come on, give me love I'ma show you how to move, how to move with my body Come hit me with your touch And make me wanna say Damn. And yeah, you know what's up Ain't nothing I won't do, I won't do for your body So give me all you got right now
For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. 